Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. This is Amy Barker, and from the Geek Actually Studios, this is Podcast Pillow Fort. And today we're going to do something a little different. We're going to go behind, behind the panels, and talk to the hosts David McVeigh, Richard Gray, and Dave Longo. This is an independent uh, show from the Geek Actually Network, which we're also on here, and has been described in the past as being like Oprah's Book Club, but for geeks. And they discuss book news, weekly releases, and have their patented, or patented, uh, kick-ass pick of the week. And the show, what number are you guys on now? What number did you just do? Uh, 132. <laughs> and they've had a number of live shows recently and have a few more coming up this year. And a fantastic special guest, including X-Men writer Chris Claremont, uh, Jeff Lemire, who I think they just spoke about, uh, who has who's from Green Arrow fame, and uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick, which the guys uh, refer to just as Kelly Sue anymore. <laughs> that's there's on the first name basis with her, who has written for Captain Marvel and Pretty Deadly. So grab your headphones, a tall drink, and join us in a very cramped pillow fort. I always feel like it's the MTV news every <laughs> single time I hear that. Hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> hey. I'd like to point out this is the first time I've been allowed to talk on this damn show. <laughs> Yay! It's good that we're starting jovial. The last time you're allowed to talk. First and last. I thought we were going to do like a behind the music kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. David McVeigh seems like a great guy. But behind the scenes, he beats Longo with a stick. I don't know if I can take this anymore, guys. I'm sick of being beaten. Get out. Get out. I like how 30 seconds in, we've already taken over the show. You've taken over the show. All right. Dial it down. Dial it down. Dial it down. Okay. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to talk to these guys. Richard's taking a back seat uh, in the show. In uh, the show. Phrasing. About time. I know, right? So he's he's taken off his hosting hat, and now he's going to be guest hat for the day. So I'm going to be taking over the hosting uh, all by my little The irony is the one who's wearing a hat is David McFadden. That's right. <laughs> and I'm going to try to keep up with these three because I don't know how that's going to go. I was a little nervous coming in with you three because you kind of have a way of just sort of make, you know, wind them up and let them go. Anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the making of the show. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're just come off an hour and a half show. Trouble, <laughs> which got really punchy at yeah. the end, I have to say. So I thought what we do today is talk a little bit about you guys. We'll talk about the making of the show because you guys have a lot of fans and they just might want to, you know, lift the hood or the bonnet, depending on where you are in the world, and see what goes into making the show. Cool. So, but David, I kind of want to start with you because I'm being, I know, oh, your eyes lit up. Look at you. You're so excited to talk about yourself. People are talking about me. Proud <laughs> So, I'm new to the whole Geek Actually Network. I've, you know, long time listener, 10 podcasts in. But how did the whole thing get started when the network got started. How much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, Dave, Richard, bye. No, I'm not it, it, all started, it all started in 2008, and oh, wow. um, I actually started listening to some podcasts. I got my first iPod, and I started listening to some podcasts, and I, I kind of realized at that point that you know what was sadly missing in my life was the fact that I wanted a place to be able to voice my opinion on things. Because you have <laughs> a few of those. I have a few. <laughs> And uh, I was actually going through a period of uh, lots of, 
well, free time, I guess, because my son, which is public knowledge on this network, my son mm. actually had leukemia. Mm. And so I was the stay-at-home dad during sure. that time. And I thought, well, damn, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought about it and I talked to a friend of mine and I said, do you want to do this? Actually, originally, if you go right back to the beginning, the network was actually called Worried About Darwin. Oh, um, my which, God. And it actually still exists. <laughs> and if you go to Worried About Darwin, there is stuff there, but not very much. And um, so the Worried About Darwin podcast was going to come out and it was all actually about uh, how you guys carry an explicit tag, don't you? I should know yeah, that because yeah, I put this so up. How fucked up the world was. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought, what a great idea. So we could talk about anything really. And this was, we were talking about the George W. Bush era. Oh, and, wow. And so we were really going to go hammer into it. Um, and that was going to be myself and my mother, actually, we were going to do this. Wow. Uh, but with health issues and so forth, it all kind of, we did one pilot episode of that yes. show which never got released um, <gasps> I still have a copy of it kicking around but it's never oh. going to get released The Lost Tapes The Lost Tapes <laughs> and then- It'll be in your will that it will have to go <laughs> release that out into the world It'll be the only thing I get <laughs> <laughs> The entire thing. To my boy Longo for all the years I beat him with a stick. (laughs) The entire thing was actually a bit of an experiment. So we actually wanted to see if Skype would work. So we actually Skyped my sister in who was in Canada at the time. And we did this. In 2008? Yeah. We did this this show um, that lasted for about an hour and a half. And we talked and we had a lot of laughs. And then one thing led to another and the show never happened. And I kind of sat there going, what am I going to do with this? Yes. And I had already bought web hosting space. I was going to say, had, you had probably had an I investment. Had a, well, I had a basic mixer and stuff. And I thought, no, yeah. I'm, I thought, I do want to do this. So I bought a better mixer, some better mics, and I bought the domain geekactually.com. Yes. And I thought, I will do a show that is just kind of, I always kind of thought about it like Seinfeld. It was kind of the show about nothing <laughs> because we never really had a plan. We had no show notes. We would just wow. go in and just talk for an hour or so about movies Because, you know, and tech. can't do that here ever. That's blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we did. And for 40-something episodes, we actually did it that way. And if you go back and listen to those early episodes, it's really funny because we do things like, we'll come back to that later and never, never come back come to back. stuff. Yeah, we never do that now. <laughs> I was going to say, Richard and I, I think, have done that about four or five times in the Pillow oh, Fort. A recent episode of Behind the Panels, we infamously did that. We kept saying, we'll come back to it, never came back to it. A week later, we decided to come back to it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we the uh, my co-host at the time, uh, Jake Oberman, actually had to go back to Melbourne. So at that point, I thought, "What the hell am I going to do?" Yeah. And then I ran into a young gentleman who was working at an EB Games at the time, and we just started talking about movies. And I went back the next day and said, "Do you want to come on my show?" Because I <gasps> didn't have a host, and I said, "Do you want to come on my show?" Because I think you've got a lot to say. Yeah. And he came on the show, and I threw him into the deep end. And his name was Josh Philpot, and he then proceeded to be with me for about sixty episodes. Jesus. Um, and Josh and I kind of we took Geek actually as far as we could. Yes. Um, and then we decided to split it up, and it ended up becoming three separate shows out of that. Because, just too much content. Well, or? yeah, the show ended up blowing out to two and two and a half hours Shit. sometimes and so we thought you know what we got a tech component we got a film component and Fair. we also yeah. have this kind of nonsense component so we broke it up during that time we also went live we were doing the show every saturday on Ustream. Oh, I've, yeah you've yeah. been talking about that before so we did it live for a, a good number of episodes it was uh, probably about 50 episodes or something we were live 50 60 episodes yeah. during that time we started a game pod. it just grew into yeah. this behemoth yeah. Um, and we had a lot of fun with it and uh, we just kind of, we introduced show notes finally actually at one point <laughs> because um, 
No, uh, you, you gestured over it because this is sound. This isn't video. This isn't video. So yeah. you gestured over it, Richard. Was that No, something? no, no, no. Because when he came in, there were always show notes. So uh, we introduced show notes so because we introduced a new person who came on as a guest and then stayed around for quite a while. Uh, his name was Dave Kaziki, And he actually said to me, he goes, What is that with the Daves and the Davids? <laughs> I know, I know. He, he actually I said, out. What's going to be on the show? And I looked at Josh and I said, Maybe we should actually give him something so he knows what we're doing. You yeah, know? yeah. And so I knocked together show notes for that show and then that stuck and from that point onwards we always had show notes to kind of guide us through the chaos um, <laughs> <laughs> and still chaotic and still chaotic to the, having just sat through the last recording of the, la- the <laughs> most recent show yes it is still chaotic and so, and then, okay, so then we talking about behind the panels in particular so we, how did you guys get to meet each other? You met, you, so you're preview. Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> so I met Richard. Actually, it was a high seas adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so I had we were we were. It was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> Little punchy. More, no more coffee. All right. So I met Richard. At Wind the, him up. Let him go. <laughs> so we were at the junket for Thor. Thor. Yeah. Thor. For the movie Thor, and we were going in to interview people at Thor, and we thought this was really cool. And at this point, you got to remember for those who because okay, sorry, term, yeah, yeah, but hang on just a second. So. So, but that was you were doing that for podcast for film actually film actually, film actually. And, and I was running a website at the time called the Real Bits and yes. so you had both gone in independently Didn't not know knowing each other, each other. Didn't know each other. Okay. we actually met a bunch of people we met Jorge which is a guy who runs Spotlight, Spotlight Report. Report so there's a yeah. whole bunch of people and we kind of got to know each other as the bloggers <laughs> the funny thing was I walked in thinking you guys were like these top flight entertainment people I can people. actually remember a quote you said to me once yeah. where I actually said they seem to treat me really well I wonder why and you went that's because you're a geek actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I went, I, I, back of my mind, I'm going, I don't know what that means. No. <laughs> and, uh, I, 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 look, I didn't, because I was completely new. It was my first interview with like a star. Really? Or anything, so, and we walked in the very first interview I ever I got do. with anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, we didn't know this about each other. Because we're, no. we're all sat together in this little. Uh, so you're all equally impressed with each other, thinking yeah. you are, are mixing with well, the big dogs. We yeah? thought, we're in this room. These we must junkets. Be right, and and right. Dave, Dave's been on a bunch of these junkets mm. too. Like you go into a hotel, usually a really nice hotel. Yeah, yeah. You get sat in a, a and they room. they treat you really nicely. They give you food, they give you whatever you're waiting and nice. they, they make sure they keep checking in on you and then you take it into another little but room. But there's a fair bit of time to wait and so sit around Just and chat around. with and a, other people. this particular day, we were waiting forever for the tapes to come back. Yes. They, it was actually more after, after the interviews yeah. than before the interviews because when that was done, they actually changed the format a little bit later but when that one was done, they actually gave us the digital tape. Yes. Um, so, oh, they had wow. to, so they had to actually copy. Wait, so this is kind of, this is how the Spice Girls got to meet because they used to always go <laughs> to... The- oh, I'm definitely scared of Spice. <laughs> I'm baby. Because <laughs> they would, they would always go and like audition for things and that's, and they would sit in the rooms and wait. So yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. guys are like the Spice Girls. So we, we got <laughs> talking and what was really interesting at that point was even though I... Hey David, doing- if you want to be my lover. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Uh, no, I- <laughs> <laughs> no, what was really interesting about it was because at that point in film, actually, other than Paramount, yeah. who was actually a, was way too blue, was actually a, a yeah, PR yeah. company, we didn't have accounts with anybody. No, nope. oh, we okay. were we were totally independent. Yes, we actually had what we called the Geek Actually, the unofficial Geek Actually Movie Club, and we would actually invite 
listeners to come to the movies with us every Thursday wow. night. We had about 16 turn up to kick ass. It was a lot of fun. Wow. And we used to we used to have a regular cinema we went to. We went to the Randwick Ritz and, nice. and people oh, would nice show theater. up. We would meet up afterwards Still for my coffee. Local. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A great theater and, and they make great chalk tops. So, you know. Because <laughs> they do the ones that they make them. Yeah, they, they make yeah, them Yeah, the proper yeah. ones. We Fantastic. actually, one of, one of the criteria of Geek Action when we first started, it kind of fell away. But one of the criteria was we used to actually review the theater as well when we saw That's a movie. That's right. Yeah, so we used yeah, to yeah. review the chalk tops and the, yeah. the cleanliness and everything else. <laughs> That's it was a brilliant. Lot of fun. We had a lot of fun in the early days of Geek Actually. We just made up Win. the rules as we went. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Uh, we, so you guys meet. We got talking afterwards. Yes. And, yeah. and um, <laughs> he started saying, are you going to this preview? Are you going to that preview? I'm, yes. like, I'm not on anybody's preview list because mm. I always... He goes, I said, I don't even know who to contact. And yeah. he goes, here, have some phone numbers. And so he starts giving me all these numbers for Aww, contacts. And I'm thinking... Such I'm a thinking, giver. This guy is a really... You know, he's, he's really I, helping I me out. I think there's a very important uh, other first meeting that happened before that. No. Um, oh. I think we, there was a certain 3D film we went and saw together. No, no, that came afterwards. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So getting your timeline together. Yeah, so here's the, here's the kicker. So the way, the way that Richard and I actually bonded. Oh, was, I know this story. So, what, so, what came, so when did we have our first kiss? <laughs> so That was after the other stuff. So, so oh, for, the, for okay. those listening in, 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 in radio land, this is the fun part. So... I put up. A, I put up a. We do. We do. We were doing a tech show at the time, and we actually started talking about 3D pornography. Yes. And we were talking about. The, we were talking about the idea. We used to talk about all sorts of stuff. We talked about this this concept, and, then, and in I, a segment called "Careful, It'll Have Your Eye Out." <laughs> so I put a posting out there. I put a post out on Facebook. I think it was where I actually said. We need to make this happen. We first time we can get yep. a 3D porn film out in the cinemas. We should go see it. It was right. Sex and Zen. Richard immediately replies to me. <laughs> so you knew about this? Like this was already sort of. I was already on this mailing list, and I'd, I'd heard about it because yes. I was actually really one of the things I was doing the real bits of the time was writing a lot about Asian cinema. That's right. No, ah. actually, I actually wrote in the, in the episode. We said we heard about it. We actually did it as a story. We said there's this Chinese movie called Sex and Zen uh, in 3D. Yes. If it ever comes to Australia, we should go see it. He immediately responds with. It's already out. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! And I went. Do you want to go see it? And he goes, um, <laughs> <laughs> because really, a guy you barely met asked I, you to go, go see three D porn. porn in the yeah. middle of the night because it was a midnight screen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was really. Yeah. And so I said, "Do you want to go?" Wait a minute. And then finally, finally, he goes. Okay, and he goes. I'll meet you inside. He doesn't even meet you me in his like apartment. He says, "I'll meet you on the corner." <laughs> so, so I show up, and he's there with his. He's there with his girlfriend. It's almost like it's okay. He doesn't look like a rapist. <laughs> no, the first wait thing minute, I say to you, you took your to girlfriend you. to go see three no, 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 porn. No, 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 no. She, she walked me to the car. Just me out. <laughs> And, and said, it was, like his, it was like his mom walked him out to the street <laughs> and said to David, as soon as he got to the car, please don't kill him. <laughs> good so, advice. Good so advice. we drive to the cinema. And we and no, sorry, spoilers, he didn't. Oh. So, so we drive Fair to enough. the cinema, we see the movie, which yes. turned out to be pretty mediocre. I think stuff. it was like, it was so packed. It was we, crowded. We were like in the sitting in the front row. Yeah. Because right it was off to the side. Yeah. Yeah. And tell me, was it all guys? I have to. No, no, no. no. Really? Couples. Big it was mostly couples. Big cross section. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, the realization of that point was that 3D porn is actually not that exciting. <laughs> but after the movie, I drive Richard back to his place and we proceed to talk. That's when he tried to kill me. Yes. <laughs> we proceed he to got talk. all stabby. <laughs> we proceed to talk for probably about two and a half hours yeah. on the street corner while he's about to go Lion, home. Lionel Richie's playing in the background. <laughs> it feels like, it feels Hello. like, do you want to come up for coffee? No. Come up and see my etchings. But at that point, we, <laughs> but 
stage me point, like one of your realized, French girls did. <laughs> at that point, we realized that we have a lot of similar, li- uh, similar sure. likes and blah, blah, blah. And I said to Richard, I said, you should come on the show. And, and I was like, that sounds like a stupid idea yeah. and something I'd never do. But he did, and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. It's history. Well, and actually, that- the first episode I was on... I'm trying, to, I'm trying to work out the chronology. Hangover. Hangover part two. Two. Yes. And then I invited you because you weren't on that company's list at the time to the X-Men film, the first class. Well, you said you're going to the X-Men screening and, and I said, no, I don't get Fox invites, yeah. which ironically, years later, I still don't, don't get, get Fox, Fox invites. invites. <laughs> Fox for some reason hates me. <laughs> they don't and I don't, like and you. I don't care about you know. talking about it publicly. For some reason, they don't want to It's actually funny because my girlfriend at the time actually said, you should probably see if this guy wants to go to this film because I think you guys might start yeah, working first, together first class. That's yeah. Right, yeah and then so we did that and then so you thought well i got you invited me back the second week because yeah because yeah. you, you know i got you into the film let's face it you owed me <laughs> i owed you yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay and, sorry no no go no no go and then uh, and that i think after the those first two weeks yes being on you you guys pretty much just said to me we said you're welcome anytime. anytime. Yeah, you're, you're so welcome. I didn't leave. No, you didn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> and, you stuck, and you stuck around. And, and yeah, you've been with me doing various shows, of comic book podcasts and what have you, since. For I mean, just over four years now. Four wow. Years, yeah. 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 So, wow. I mean, so mm. and, and, you know, all power to Geek Actually, because that's that's um, it's a, become a much better network, I think. Because oh, yeah, You get yeah, everywhere yeah, with Flatter. Right uh, yeah, I'm feeling the love. Oh, hello, my computer is telling me I need to install Java. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, thank you. That's fitting. <laughs> The country or the beverage? <laughs> now, we flash forward. I was going to say, and so how does Dave fit yeah, into so this whole picture? Yeah, so we flash forward a few months later. Yes. And we get invited. More 3D porn. No, no, no. We get invited <laughs> to another The sequel came out. <laughs> <laughs> a press junket I just happened out. to be in the front row. <laughs> Wearing a big overcoat. <laughs> I had popcorn on my lap. <laughs> um, so we get invited to another press junket, which is actually for Super 8. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be a round table with J.J. Abrams nice. and blah, blah, blah. And we think this is really cool. Richard and I are both in on this. And it was funny because the way it was approached was the head of the publicity company called us individually saying, I don't want you to say anything just yet. This is something, something that could be special. And we immediately start talking to each other. I was in Queensland at the time and I was actually giving a paper at a library conference of all things. Yeah, yeah. And I get this message from the head of the PR company saying, look, I need to talk to you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, it's what like, have I done? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I got. Being called into the principal's office. And what's yeah. so funny is the way we talked to each other because mm. we didn't want to actually say it just yeah. in case one wasn't. Of course. So you're kind of going, did Anthony get in touch with you? <laughs> Talking so it's around like, it's like, it. It's like, yeah, he did. Did you, was there something? Was there something that you wanted? He goes, well, there might be something that's funny. Yeah, he did say something about it. like, and you finally get to a point where you all go, yeah, we all know the same thing. So it's like, all right, let's talk. <laughs> go. <laughs> so at that press conference, we did that. We met Dave Longo was on our table. Mm-hmm. During, ah. And that was one of the first times that we truly coordinated all the bloggers. Mm. So we got all together and we knew oh, who was going to be in the room. Okay, yep, and yep. we said, look, this is going to be a free-for-all. Or what if we go through our questions beforehand and actually pick each other's questions yeah. oh, so we can idea. actually go around the table and be really organized. And get the most out of this and interview. And get the most sure. out of it. We had one, one girl who kind of wasn't one of us, and I won't, I won't mention names, <laughs> but, but... I know who you are. <laughs> but we had Jorge from Spotlight Report. We had Dave. We had me. I think we had Matt, Josh Matt, there from another oh, yeah, company. Matt from Matt's Matt Movie Reviews. Matt from Movie yeah. And Josh mm. had 
couldn't go to this. He had somehow got himself hooked to another blog to come in as their representative, which oh is like, I was like, this is very odd. Why are you here representing somebody else? <laughs> anyway, but all of that being said, it was a really good round table. And afterwards, we sat out the front mm. and we just talked I remember from that round table that J.J. Abrams touched me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you never hand. washed yeah. your hand again. <laughs> no, I was scared about it. It was crazy. Because <laughs> at the time, he had never interviewed that. We, you should say, he was, he was just a lovely guy. He was yeah. amazing. Yeah. He was amazing. That was the second time I spoke to him, I think. Yeah, because you were at the Star Trek junket, which I, we didn't I'd done to. the Star Trek premiere, watch, yeah, yeah. Watchmen. Um, yeah, I've been running a website for the same kind of time as you guys. Yeah, yeah. but you were obviously and more active because yeah. I, but I then, was sitting in a studio like making podcasts. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Super 8 was definitely when we met. Yes. Definitely at that yeah. round table. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. until the Thor thing came up, I didn't really know that it was possible for a blogger to get on the junket circuit. No, no. Really? Like, no. You know, yeah, yeah, it was just... Suddenly, and what's so uh, weird is I always thought because when you first when I first started <clears throat> it all, I actually did contact some of the PR people, and they kind of went, "Show us your numbers, show us this, show us that, blah blah blah." And it's like, "Oh, this is all too hard. I'll just pay for my movies." Yeah. For me, it yeah. was like, and then when yeah, I when yeah. I spoke to you and I got all these direct contacts, I just wrote and said. Hi, I'm from Geek Actually. Blah, blah, blah. We do a weekly podcast about movies. Da, 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 da. I'd like to be on your PR list. Boom, on. And really? I was just yeah. literally on all of them within a week. With, with, you know? I was and the same with most you, of them. So, yeah. And how did you know to do that? How did you get involved with any of Usually those people? Usually, one of it was some, some of it was like David was saying before, like some of it was knowing a few people who knew those contacts mm. already. So, yeah, mm. so word of mouth um, kind of stuff. Some of it was like, you definitely know. Definitely a big part of it. Yeah. Definitely a big yeah. part of it. Yeah. Some of them I already had contacts through because I'd been the editor of a website called DVD Bits yes. for a number of years and which no longer exists but it's my still my twitter handle still your twitter handle <laughs> um and uh i through that i got um and that was because i started there as a writer and then i got handed all the contacts for their home division uh, and then i started okay. contacting all those people and said what's your film division's contact because we're, uh, we're, we're moving into that yeah and as i was starting the real bits i started which started as i think the dvd bits blog which wow. was a completely separate entity to dvd bits because i wanted yeah. to, i wanted something that was my own thing sure of course um and then, yeah, it was just a matter of just finding these and persistence, really. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. Kind of, I kind of kept falling upwards, really. Like, <coughs> falling upwards. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah, perfect like, way of yeah, describing like, it. I, I was yeah. working at a cinema at the time and yeah. one of the pro- I was friendly with one of the projectionists because, oddly enough, nobody in a cinema really gave a shit about film and movies. <laughs> mm. And so, like, the people that did like movies just gravitate together yeah. like crazy. That's kind of sure. like how we met. We all loved movies, so it was just like, hey, yeah. nobody else here likes movies and they're interviewing all these people? Like, this is crazy, you know? You should keep in mind that yeah. a lot of the people who were doing the interviews were, like, from, from gossip yeah, magazines all, all or yeah. fashion yeah. magazines yeah. and their questions tended to be really, like, <laughs> so you know so what's it like, like being in Australia? Away. And, you can, yeah. and, and oh, we, we actually, going to these junkets, we actually saw a physical divide. If they were in, <laughs> yeah. if they were in blazers yeah. or in suits, you went, yeah. they're media. No, it's... Yeah. Yeah, so it's so and, interesting, yeah. It's, and it if, is if exactly people were like in jeans that. and shirts, yeah. they were bloggers, you know. You, you yeah, and you, physically, and you yeah. go, we're one of them or yeah. one of us. And, um, really? and it's like the, the people from the newspaper sit in the first few <laughs> the front do, do, rows. Do, do, do. Yeah. The people from the radio always sit to the left. <laughs> yeah, and so true. it's like, yeah, that, like yeah. a high school lunchroom. It really lunchroom. is like a lunchroom. Really yeah, really yeah. 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 So and every now and again you would see one of them who was kind of on the cusp of being going into actual media who was still a blogger mm. but they kind of gravitated through both worlds oh. yeah. and then what was, and so you get to know them there's mm. one yeah. in particular I'm thinking of you know who I'm thinking yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. and once they became media suddenly they never want to talk to you again I, yeah. I remember oh, the, the, they the became spot. one of the cool kids yeah, yeah. the basically. first uh, media screening I went into was the most terrifying thing mm. in the world oh, mm. I, can I think imagine. we've all got similar stories yeah. for this as you walk in mine was a little theaterette yeah. the movie was The Tourist came out through Sony uh, yeah. and they gave us um, it, was, it was, didn't, didn't bode well 
world because they gave us like a little travel kit going in. So you literally got a blindfold and slippers and earplugs going into this film. It's oh like, my this God. doesn't bode well. Yeah. <clears throat> and like, but no one talked to me. No one looked yeah. at me. I'm really? standing around afterwards looking to like thinking, these guys are all writing about film. We're going to get really good conversations happening in the lift downstairs. No one looks at each <gasps> other. So they say, yeah. people, people talk to the people they know. So you start seeing a few people on maybe TV, TV people yeah. floating in and out and you try to catch their eye and they just don't want anything to do with Whoa. you. And it's, it is an odd thing. Eventually, experience. Eventually you get known and people know you yeah. and they talk to you mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. But there's no attempt to. It's kind of like it's a very closed circle. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember for me it was exactly like the – because the chief projectionist at, at the cinema I worked mm. in, yeah. he, he ran a website and still does run a, run a website called SaltyPopcorn. Oh, yeah, the SaltyPopcorn. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he said to me one shift, what are you doing next week? Yeah. And I said, oh, you know, what day, blah, blah, blah. He goes, do you want to go see Watchmen two months before release and interview And what are you going to say actors? to that? I, I was like, as a 20-year-old or whatever I was, like 19, like two months before release yeah. and the actors? Like that's all I cared about wow. at the time was like two months before the release. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, of course. I'm dying to see this movie. And so you go to these screenings and you're kind of like, I'm being shown this movie. It's completed. Like, yeah. You know, and the public, and you walk out. You have to sign a document saying, you know, you know, allowed to talk, talk about, about this yeah. movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that was what I loved about it the most. And that's why I kept doing. It. And I said to to Jason at the time, like, how do I do this on my own? And yeah. the, the answer was simple. Like, look, get your own website. Do whatever you want. You know, and then when you go to these screenings, just approach the publicists and say, mm. you know, and hey, so, I write for blog, blah, yeah. blah, and it was so, and it was, that's you on exactly list. how it was. And because Jason had run this website, he'd send me to like like uh, half the movies, and he'd go to the big ones. Oh, okay. And so when I'd go to these uh, smaller screenings, I'd t- walk up straight to the publicist and go, "Hi, I'm here from another website my, that my boss runs, and I'm looking to start my own. How do right. you do it?" And they're generally really polite. Here's my business card. Send me an email. Well, I mean, that's we'll their the purpose of being there is they well, want to promote their work. Yeah. Oh, this is actually how like my first it. week was insane. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, my, no, my first yeah. week was Watchmen, uh, watching the movie in this yeah. tiny little room in the city and then interviewing the actors the next day. Wow. And then getting the news that next week I was going to be going to the Star Trek world premiere. <laughs> Jesus. It was the world premiere at the Opera House. Wow. Right. And wow. every, every single person from that movie was there. Wow. And except for, um, I think Simon Pegg wasn't able to make it. Mm. But well, I, we met him yeah. later. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so I, remember, I remember going to the, seeing the movie in the Opera House. It was crazy. Yeah. Like we were in the back, but like Abrams and all the actors had not watched Jeez. the movie yet. Like and they you could you could literally really? you could look down in the in the third or fourth row yeah. and you could see JJ Abrams the back of his head the back of <laughs> all the actors that's crazy in one row and you're like I'm watching at the same time they are this is mm-hmm. insane that's yeah, amazing um, and then the next day I remember going Intercontinental Hotel wow. they're like we're doing it on the on the penthouse yeah so they oh. took us up to the penthouse oh I know that penthouse yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. and <laughs> we we got to interview everybody. Yeah, and that was in my like second week of doing this. <laughs> Jesus, it was like yeah, I'm like Hello, all, deep I, I, I go from like I'm in university, I'm like working nights in a cinema, and then yeah. all of a sudden, I'm meeting everybody from Star Trek. Jesus, you know, and then JJ Abrams, who I'd idolized. It actually shows you how much the scene has changed in those couple of years mm. because in those days it was possible to do that. I mean, yeah. the fact that we're talking to all these people fairly early on in our in our mm. careers as bloggers and writers, yes. and then within a couple of years, we you know we can't get arrested in this town because the whole you know the landscape has changed. It's so different, now. and yeah. we just start dropping off lists if you're not considered mm. everybody as from, important as somebody else. I think everybody from you know? on that roundtable is probably <clears throat> not doing it anymore. Yeah, like to the extent. 
You know, yeah, like the they shut down their site. You know what I find? You know what I find fascinating about going to they'll, media they'll, screenings? They'll over? throw the screenings at anybody. Yeah, though. Like, I'm it. still on all the media lists. Yeah, and the, I, the, I rarely the, contribute. The lists that's that are, true. The lists yeah. that are like bold to get onto are the ones that are the long lead lists. Yeah, those, yeah. those and they the, tend to be for print media. Yeah, well, for, I used to, I used to be yeah. on those many many years ago. I used to be on those. Cause I used to do uh, video review on on Radio Three AW in Melbourne when right. I was, when I lived in Melbourne. So because I was doing video review on Three AW, I was a real. Yes, yeah, so you were you were legitimate, <coughs> and so I got to go know. to all the media screens. This mm. is in the era I saw media screens of things like Godfather Part Three, sure, yeah, and wow. stuff like that, right? So this is that era, and um, I, the thing the thing that first thing that caught my my attention about that, and the same it, it still occurs to me now, is how many little screening rooms are hidden mm, all yeah. over the city, and the people, the general public, don't like know what do you like? What do you mean? Like what do you mean? They're when like you say the, hidden, they're, like they're media screening, like third floor so, example, of some normal. No, 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 Amy, it's it's literally like there's one major major company, and I yeah. won't say where, but it's in the heart of the city, yeah. right near the QVB. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just an executive building. And all you go up the to door. the 14th floor, like there's, you go in there, like through revolving doors, all these mm. businessmen yep. in suits yeah. and suitcases. And they then, have to yeah, buzz you up. The, so yeah, you, they buzz you up. You go up like 13, 14 flights. Yep. And you do literally walk out of the elevator into a bar. Oh, my God. And, there's and then, posters. There is, then there is a little yeah. theater yeah. there that is actually probably 20 seats, 25 seats. Wow. Yeah. And it's got velvet curtains. And wow. it's let's, let's do the experience. Let's do, you, you go in and they go, hi, what's your name? They yep. look you up on a piece of paper. They sign your name. Then yep. you go straight in on the bar. There's a stack of the, well, they used to be, not anymore, but they used to have the press release. The press kits, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. press kits were amazing. I used to collect them and it's sad they're not they there don't do that because it's all digital. Yeah, press it's basically kits you get a free making of the movie every time yeah. you go. It's wow. incredibly deep. It's like, like, how thick would you say it is? Like, in the, in the, day, like, yeah. in the, in the yeah. days when I was doing 3AW, yeah. not only did you get those press kits that you're talking about, but they mm. were actually in folders with 8x10 black and white yeah. pictures. Yeah. Oh my God. Because they were for print media because nothing was digital. So you actually You should say when you go into one of those screenings and there's a little gift on every seat you, yeah. you, your heart yeah. sinks a little and goes oh this is going to be a shit I've got so much here's the bribery the better the gift is the yeah. worse the yeah. movie yeah. is going to I mean, be oh. I've got a box of junk like I've got, oh, I've got, I've got like, a room full yeah. of junk I've got a glass cabinet over here I've got, I've got like a, a dressing gown and slippers uh, yes. for, for the, the tourist oh, yeah I've got I've got, I've the, got, the I've got an eagle eye mouse that lights up the best one I have is it was awesome it was when Friday the 13th was released the remake I was going to say what's the best swag you have the best swag ever it's a it's a pillow that's shaped like a like a like a blood splash. <laughs> oh. oh god, that's yeah. great! So, yeah, so when you lie down on the pillow, it looks like your head. Like, like the, the back of your head my, been blown off. Yeah, my two, like two of my favorites. One is just random. Remember the movie The Campaign? Yeah, yeah. Where, where yeah. you got okay, it's a Will Ferrell and a Jack Galifianakis mask. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one was from Cowboys and Aliens. Yes. Um, I got like a, an electronic oh, that's right, a Bluetooth keyboard, keyboard yeah, yeah. which we actually oh, covered on Geek Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the, the, the Iron Man free wow. USBs? The yeah, yeah, Iron yeah. Man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah we yeah, got those. Yeah. All the Green Lantern. Yeah, we Green Lantern action figures. figures. We nice. got a whole bag of Green Lantern, I think, didn't nice. we? Nice. Yeah, we nice. did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so so you, go to this, you go to this bar after you talk to them yeah. to get the press release and the bartender goes, what would you like? And you go, excuse me? And it's like, you can have anything you want. Oh. Out, most of the critics, they, they get red wine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or a few of them. Some of them leave the movie halfway through and yeah. if they haven't fallen asleep. Now, mind you, you're sitting there at the bar. <laughs> usually David Stratton is sitting yeah. there. You know, it's like yeah. there's various people yeah. sitting there. You know, you go Richard in, Wilkins. Yeah. Richard yeah. Wilkins. And then, and then you, you walk into the Richard cinema. Richard Wilkins falling asleep <laughs> in the back row. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. very inside careful. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen It's not inside oh, careful. Oh, come on. Margaret Pomerantz turning up to, oh. well, I can't remember what the screen was. She turned up 
in, in her pajamas. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, I remember. yeah, that was for Tangled. Tangled. Yeah. That's oh, do you? No, I remember. Here's something funny, actually. Interesting story. When I watched Tangled, it was like ridiculous. It was like five, six months before it was released. It was an That's enormously Disney, long, that, yeah. long lead one. Ridiculous. So this is coming out in December. Are you crazy? And bless them that, for that. That yeah, was absolutely. that was the one yeah. when Margaret Pomeranz was in pajamas. Because I remember I saw her get out of a taxi in front of the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and what was really funny about that screening was that at the front of the cinema, like usually when you go to see these things so early, they take your phone and they tell you that yeah, if they're going to have like um, night vision goggles security. And usually the night vision goggles security people, they're they're pretty like inconspicuous, I suppose. Yeah. Like they're hidden. But at Tangled, I remember they had one guy who was standing at the very left of the screen <laughs> look, looking at the audience with the night vision goggles for the entire film. Oh my God. Yeah, it was like a, like a wax statue. They were fucking around. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my favorite screening, I got to tell you, a little story inside baseball. My favorite screening of all time was when I went to see Big Stan, which was, yeah. was that, which was that, which was early on in, in the first company that actually approached us for media screening tickets was actually this little independent company. I, I probably shouldn't mention names, but a little independent company. But they um, they got us into all these fairly small films or art house films. No, you should mention they were awesome. Was it Nixco? Nixco, Nixco yeah. yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, they were actually Nixco. the first ones I got onto yeah. as well. Yeah. Nixco, um, Harriet they, from Nixco was the first person I spoke to. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, it she wasn't was. even Harriet. I, I was pre Harriet. Yeah. It was um um oh. oh. What was her name? Oh my god! It was so pre Harriet. It's a pre Harriet Nixco. Pre Harriet Nixco. Mm. Anyway, the point is, we show up to Big Stan, and we are quite literally Jake and I. So this is early on in Geek Actually. Jake and I are the only two people in the cinema, right? <laughs> oh and, and, god! And it is it is a twenty seat uh, theater. It's the director's <laughs> suite at uh, at yep. uh, Fox, mm-hmm. and uh, we're sitting there, and in walks David Stratton. And David Stratton sits down in the row in front of us. Right? Okay. So, so there's the three of us. And we proceed to watch Big Stan, which is the unfunniest film in history. <laughs> Not a laugh is heard. And it's oh like you could, you could hear a pin drop in that theater. <laughs> At the end of the movie, Jake bolts out of the room. I think he needed to pee or something like that. And David Stratton and I watch the rest of the credits as you know, diligent people we are. Yes. The lights come up. Jake comes wandering back in. And I hadn't really paid much attention to Jake up until that point, but I realize now at this point <laughs> yes. that he's wearing a T-shirt that has the Fonz with his thumb <laughs> up like this, hey. and, and the caption says, "Hey, I fucked your girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> Which David Stratton proceeds to kind of look him up. There are some. At that point, I'm going. I'm never going to be able to speak to this. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are stories so I have about, about those that people had. that, that yeah. I can't we, say. We could do a whole special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, I was going to say this could go yeah. completely yeah. off. But He's to, basically told me to, to F off. Anyway, so, so the bottom line is we met. <laughs> so there was a question in there. I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. Yeah, so basically like that was the experience. And then when you go home three months later, you get a free DVD and sometimes your name's on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. And I was in a you know, like on, a movie yeah. experience, Dave Longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think I said ten Ew. out of ten. Everyone should love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, like, like um, we. It's funny because to bring it back before you guys were saying that you spent two hours talking on a street corner. It's amazing how how often two hours on a street corner can lead to like the most amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah. because so, that's that's what happened. We we we'd known each there's other. There's a pull quote right there. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Because <laughs> I think I think um because the your first junket was like what two three weeks. 
before the junket we were on. Yeah. Like we, was, we met pretty much around the same Thor, time. We met at Thor and Thor was like, we're talking like May or something May. like that. And then Super 8 was later that year. So yes. it was like August, September or something mm. like that. So yeah. And I remember no, that's, it was that's how late. I think it was around yeah. June, July. Or June, July. That's yeah. how we met. We had a good time in that round table. Mm. Yeah. And then we just hung around on the street corner for like two yeah. weeks. Yeah. And like, then, I, and then, and then so that's the title like, of this show, Hanging Around on Street Corners. I just want to say something quickly about those screenings because for me, a lot of those screenings were like really lonely experiences. Yeah. You know, you, That's what you, it sounds like. Yeah, like like you go to the movie by yourself and yes, you get to see it early and it's awesome, but eventually it just becomes like, oh, I'd rather go with my friends. Or and my isn't friend. it? <laughs> <laughs> I see the panel yeah. soundboard. <laughs> but wouldn't it be, sorry, just to jump in here, would that be a, kind of a weird experience where you've seen it and a few ha- a handful mm. of people have seen it, but you can't talk about it with yeah. anybody else? You still, you still talk about it. Not publicly. Publicly yeah. talk. What yeah. you would actually find at that point is, and what would happen with Dave and with Jorge mm. and so forth, with a bunch of them, is we would at the end of every screen. By this stage, Richard and I are going to screenings together, right. and we're tending to sit together. And we're we're going steady. At this we're point. going yeah. steady at this point. And, and I'd, I'd, he's I'd, wearing I'd, your I'd, Letterman um, jacket. We <laughs> tend to rotate people, but the, every yeah. time you do it, it would be weird. Because, but at the end of know, every movie, yeah. we would all gather out front and we mm. would talk about oh, the movie. God. And we would talk. And stand about on street yeah. corners. Standing on street corners for hours and hours. Can I say? I remember coming out of the first Hobbit. <laughs> and, and I saw Richard Blurry on the side eyed. of the street, and because it's radio, I can't do it, but I'll describe it. Richard just put his two fingers up to his temple and, <laughs> <laughs> and blew it away. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. Yeah, of that. I, remember, I, remember, yeah, I remember seeing you, Fair like enough. fifteen meters away. I remember so clearly. I was like, waved, and you waved back, and oh. you were like, you did this like, open palm motion. Yes. Like, what did you think? And I was like, eh. yeah. And then you did a. <laughs> Gun to the temple. So it was. It was actually we'd known each other for quite a few months. Mm. We've known each other for so long, <laughs> but we finally got we finally got Dave onto the show. Mm. I, I don't yes. even remember. It was always. Oh, um, it was the, the it was crazy stupid crazy love. stupid love yeah. show. That's, That's right. Because right. we all did interviews with Fakara. Yeah, and, and we said we said why yeah. don't you come on the show? And you were really nervous about yeah, coming at on that, the show. At yeah. That, yeah, at that time I was not used to talking into a microphone no. or anything yeah. like that. It took me months to be able to. But what we discovered, I was kind of quiet. But what we discovered yeah. with Dave over talking with him on street corners right, for a long time right. was <laughs> that he was also a mad comics fan. Mm. Yeah, and so when we started doing panels, which was actually later in in the the game, basically. Yes. We did, how many episodes of panels did we do before Dave came in? Oh, I'm looking it up now, but I reckon we were about 40-something episodes. Oh, okay. And okay. we should say that we, when we started panels, like it was over Skype. Like we weren't doing it in studio at that yeah, time. Actually, yeah, I actually remember because at that point we'd actually kind of come to a point where we'd stopped all the shows. We were kind of winding everything down. We were all very tired and yes. we'd been doing this for a long time. And I... I, I Said to Richard, I said, you know, we should do a comic book podcast. We talk about comics all the time. We should do a comic book podcast. And so Richard- it's a conversation that you guys have, but just recorded. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then, and so, but I always remember this very clearly because Richard actually said to me, he goes, oh, it'll be too hard because you got to look up all the news and you got to do this in China. Keep up with that and keeping up with films. Right, and it right. would all just be too hard. And so I said, yeah, you're probably right. And we left it at that. Mm. Yeah. And about a week later is when I came back to him and said, I've been thinking about this comic book show. And I said, what about if we don't do news? We don't do anything like that. We just read a book 
and we do it like a book club, like a book where club. we just just analyzed one book. Yeah, and you went, okay, we could do that, blah blah. blah. And we did that Sounds for the doable. first couple, and then news started to get into it, and then Richard started to actually look into, it, and he started to bring, and slowly it turned into the panels. <laughs> it grew and it, it grew, grew. It grew into exactly what he didn't want it to do. <laughs> and and speaking about that, so how has the show over time maybe changed the way? Because you guys are clearly, I mean, all huge comic book fans, but has being a part of panels, has it changed the way you approach reading comic books? Has it maybe expanded mm. what you read? Is definitely it definitely expanded? Oh, it's definitely yeah. expanded. Yeah. 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 So how Enormously. is it different now? Yeah. Look, I was yeah. I was a pretty much dedicated Marvel superhero reader. And I was yeah. dedicated DC yeah. reader. And that's, yeah. that's what I read. I um I, I essentially read nothing but Batman. Ah. Like yeah. nothing. Yeah. And so what panels effectively did was forced me to read more independent stuff and yeah. forced me to read DC stuff. And it was interesting. I was talking to <laughs> I was talking to Richard the other day and I said it's really interesting for being somebody who was, grew up on Marvel and yeah. being a real Marvel boy, I read more DC titles now <laughs> really? than Marvel titles. And, 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 and I enjoy read more Marvel than DC now. And enjoy it as well? I mean, is it just, yeah. 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 I mean, the thing is, I, I since doing this the site and since doing that work, I've also started yeah. writing for an American website called Newsarama. Right. So I kind of have to read outside my outside the box a little bit every sure, week anyway sure. for that. But I found since we, when we well, actually you asked about one of the things that had changed in the show, we originally didn't do we had a what we've been reading section, yeah, and that was yeah. literally just what we'd been reading, whatever it was. Whatever been came this. off, the, it wasn't new releases. It was just, just, just whatever anything. we'd been reading. It's like, hey, I just picked up this classic book and and started reading it right. again. I'd like to bring that back. <laughs> yeah, but because we well, kind of the fo- the main <laughs> the main fair. focus of the While show. We're on air and nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> the main focus of the show is a classic pick usually. Right. So it was kind of made sense to kind of if we were gonna do a weekly show, there had to be some sort of sense of currency to it. Right. So right. I kind of yeah, said of we need to start talking and it won't take us long. And we usually whip through that section in about ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um where we just talk we just barrel through, okay, right, issue twenty three of whatever came out this week or kind of there's a, a brand way, new like, book um, by whoever. Like forces yeah. you to pay attention. Yeah. And you, and you discover good stuff that way. And yeah. what was yeah. also interesting was way back yeah. in the beginning yeah. when we started doing news, we used to talk about whole News articles. We'd actually discuss each news article rather than and just like, read the like, headlines. It was it yeah. was dragging. Which is I, I, got, oh, I, got, yeah, okay. I should just jump in here, I guess, yeah, a bit for the timeline stuff because uh, when they started, I would listen, mm. and so that that yeah. did also have an impact on what I read and how much I read. In okay. the, hey, at we the time. somebody. Yeah. Well, well, it would be. He was our listener yeah. at the time. He was our listener. Does this always I'd, happen? Keep bringing the listeners on yeah. and they just... <laughs> well, I mean, I'd, I'd listen to you guys because I found you guys enjoyable and then you'd talk about something and I'd, I'd go, you know, I'd want to read that. Yeah, of course. But before that, it was... I had just... I, I went to art school, so I had a yeah. lot of animation friends and an, animators tend to be very, very interested in comic books and movie people do too. Yeah. And so I would get handed stuff like, oh, Brian K. Vaughan, you got to read this. Right. Or Watchmen, you should read this. Like, I would, I would get the big, yeah, the big things, but I wouldn't really get anything from DC or Marvel because right. those animators tend to be um, DC, Marvel. <laughs> it's always the same kind, but you know, every time, you know, yeah. And so I don't know. The, the other side of the coin is I love Spider Man the movies and yeah. Batman the movies, and so you'd read those and. But it didn't become focused for me reading until sort of listening to these guys and being part of the show. And now being a part of it. You know, yeah. because cause they, it, you, like a good example would be like before I would go and get the Blackest Night trade. 
I'd read it's a Green Lantern. I would read yeah, it's a yeah. Green Lantern book. Yeah, so I'd read the six issues. But yeah. at the moment, I'm going to read 180 issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, a little bit more. That, that'd be the difference. Yeah, yeah, that's actually true. Actually, I think I think when I I tend to read a run now, I tend to read the complete thing. Like the first show we did this year yeah. was a series called Civil War. Oh, which is going to be sort of loosely which in, which adapted in into a film. Is only five issues. Yeah, but uh, but, <laughs> but there's 120 yeah. other something you know satellite issues. Right. We thought that's our first show back for the year. We've had a couple of weeks. Off, let's do the whole thing. Let's just mm. just jump and, in, and that's changed. Like we're more ambitious in, in what we read, and I yeah. can take on this project. It's actually interesting you were saying when you sorry. came to it. Sorry, I noticed that the oh, yeah. first thing that you came on for as a special guest uh, was <laughs> the Underwater Welder. Yeah, which was a Jeff, it was an independent book, and what a wow. good book that was. And then we had you on for a couple of weeks in a row, and I, I'm looking ahead, and we had you on for a Grant Morrison book, of course. I actually remember Richard coming to me <laughs> and saying, then, "We should actually keep Dave on because he's good value." And I said, "Absolutely." <laughs> and, and, and the last episode you were a special guest on was episode 61, which was All Star Superman. Wow. I'm just looking at that oh, list yeah. now. And another Grant Morrison book, yeah. and then after that, it was like you're no longer a special guest. You're, you're just your family. You're, you're the third host. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. furniture. It's furniture, <laughs> which is why I have my feet up on him during my shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave laughs uncomfortably because it's true. Because it's you true. Know? Sad but true. And speaking of the show, this is. I mean, I I know probably know a little bit about this, but I want to dig into the structure of the show a little bit and the prep of the show because mm-hmm. you talked Richard about. Richard does everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. I do nothing. Yeah. I show up in my underwear, record it, and go back to bed. <laughs> I, if we, I wasn't going to say anything this about interview, the underwear. He'd be in bed by now. Richard, Richard breaks himself on a weekly basis with the amount of work he but does. It's okay, I don't That's feel ridiculous. bad about it because when I've got film action or geek action in full swing, I break myself. To get those shows. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So for me, it's kind of like, for me, it's kind of like a holiday, you know. <laughs> it's you funny to say that because I learnt to put the show notes together from being on film actually for someone right, with you, right. and I wanted that same structure for behind the panels. Right. So the original structure of behind the panels or between the panels it was called for one episode. One episode. Then we yeah. realised actually that was somebody else's <laughs> podcast. Whoops. Um. So <laughs> there is one episode. We're, we're 132 episodes. Yeah. 131 of those are actually <laughs> behind the panels. <laughs> you should just go uh, back and re special record it. This is behind the panels. <laughs> we should George, we should George Lucas yeah. that shit. That's what you're saying, right? <laughs> let's, let's add some Jawas in there while we're. I thought this book was really great. <laughs> Re-record all the Skype episodes in studio, like yeah. word for word. Just <laughs> them out. Yeah, no. So, so we look. I suppose in terms of preparation, I was yeah. actually literally before sitting down to record this interview. Right, right. I was talking to Dave and showing him this this spreadsheet that I've mm. got, where I've like kind of mapped out for the next couple of months what and we're that, doing. I was going to say, how far in advance do you well, start to? The, I mean, it's a loose map. Look, but at still. The mo- it's a loose map. At the moment, I'm up until this is. February, this is March when we're recording right, this, right. and I've rec- I've scheduled up until the end of June. And the reason that's important is because we're doing a lot of live shows this year, right? And so I've kind of put those in as I know when we're going to do those. There's a lot right. of movies that come out on sure. TV shows, so we know you that they're be, set dates. You have dates. to be prepared for the unexpected. So yeah, of course. We, we go. These are all the major things that we can see that we want to cover. But yes. what will happen is somebody will release something or an independent will yeah. release something or a movie will come out or some new TV show will start and we'll say, we need to preempt. We need, right. we need to right. cover that. And so we'll just bump something. A good example of this is a book. <laughs> I don't know if you guys even remember now. Fatal? Yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to do Fatal at the end Twice. of last year. And we bumped <laughs> right. it and bumped it and then it vanished. <laughs> 
So I should probably put that back in here. Yeah, considering that I've read 18 issues of it, can we put it back in? Jesus. But the thing's happening. We are flexible. We do plan in advance simply because if it is a longer run, we know, okay, so. It gives you time to read. We can start reading it now. We may not read the whole thing now, but I can eke it out over the next Mm. six weeks or whatever. And that was like with with Civil War, which which I talked about before. We we planned that deliberately to be the first one back after a two week break. So you had the time to actually do the reading. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this, this sort of planning also used to go into like film actually when we used to do film actually sure. I'd have, on my calendar I would actually go through and find out the release dates of all of the major films right. that were relevant to us yes. Yes. we didn't review every film no. and we would actually say on this week we'll be reviewing this on this week we'll be reviewing that so right. forth. we could actually map out so we knew what to advertise to yeah. people in advance what to put on the website sure. what geek movie club uh, screenings we were going to go to and so forth and so we would have all that mapped out when film actually put it, was put aside now with film actually I would spend all Friday yeah. I mean, the entire day Friday, mapping out the entire day's worth of live shows because yeah. we had wow. three live shows in a row. Jesus. Um, prepare all the graphics, mm. get everything loaded onto the computer, get everything going so that then Josh and Richard could literally just show up. Yeah. And we would have everything ready to go. Yeah. Um, and it's a similar process. I was going to say, and then is it, is it for panels that you Even though do we don't go out the... live, we do yeah. do live shows, but it's a different process. Right. The, 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 when I say live shows for film, actually, we were talking about streaming shows. Yes, yeah. yes, so, yes. Now, the yeah. difference between film and comics is that film, you can sit down at the start of the year virtually and yes. you could probably write your entire list of films yeah. you're going to cover mm. for the year because you know like film schedules are released years in advance sometimes. Yeah. Comic schedules are released two months in advance. Jeez. So I don't actually know what's coming out beyond May, June, whatever right. at mm. the moment. So a graphic novel might come up you know, in two months' time, that we go, right. well, we've got to cover that. Well, like we were talking this morning, you know. we said well, that new Snyder, uh, yeah, there's a new Lumiere series. looks good, and you're yeah. going, which one? <laughs> yeah, because they've both got things coming out at different times. So things like that will drop in, but generally speaking, we're a couple of weeks in advance. So a show prep for me yeah. starts the second I finish the previous show. Mm. Right. So all I put, um, I create a WordPress document yep. uh, that has all the show notes in it. Yep. Any graphics, any links that need to go in there. The it's split up into the segments of the show. Split up into right and those segments are basically set now yeah so we have a we have an introduction section which is very much me uh spoofing i was gonna in, say in your, your radio yeah. voice <laughs> i kind of do that i'll do the voice you know kind of go and welcome to behind the panels issue whatever the comic book show that has a utility belt full of kittens yeah. i'm richard gray and we all introduce we all introduce ourselves yeah. and and then we kind of do a little interaction what you're going to hear in the show right play some music and then we go into and generally then once he starts because it all starts very serious yeah. like this and then dave and i spend the entire show trying to derail him yeah. <laughs> 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 but the well, to be honest, half the time he says such funny things, and then you have to, yeah, you, have exactly. to, you, have to you have to hit him. You know, like, and do you guys because you do that, you do a different one every time where you do, yeah. you know, the the, the comic book show you know, that. that has yeah. you know, yeah, a utility I, um, belt. But do you do you guys yeah. know that? Nope. Do you no, that's what I was going to say. In? Exactly. I, I never know what he's going to write or what he's going to put in. And yeah. I, so I, the, the I bottom like line that is, the bottom line yeah. is, most of the show. We see the show notes for the first time just before we are about to record. Jesus. Uh, we do a quick news, because we do the news headlines as a back and forwards. Uh, we do a quick read through of that just before to make sure that we understand right. all, all the dialogue. And if he, Richard's really clever, he throws all the really hard names at me because he knows, <laughs> he knows I will fuck them up. Right? Yeah. Uh, you, you need a blooper reel. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows I'll mess them up. And I, Listen this, to our 100th episode. There's a lot of blooper reels. Yeah. We'll, we'll put a link yeah. in the show notes. At this, at this point, I don't care. Because 
because I'm old. But this <laughs> is but actually, I think that's a really good point. <laughs> this is a really good point. The show is so structured. You got your what you've been reading section, news headlines. Yes. You know some some trailer commentaries if there's a new trailer out, and yes. and you listen to feedback, and then the pick of the week takes up the back half of the show. That part is so structured that when we do derail, yes. we still know how to get back mm. on track. Really. Yeah. You know, so we can go off. For 10 minute tangent on something else and, then something on a say, brain hey, on. and we have a really quick get out we yes. just play the segment and play the intro music for the next segment and boom you move and on boom. to the next and we're back we also, we also yeah. have a set of hand signals and we know that if Richard raises his hand like this it's like wrap up what you're talking about let's get on yeah. with it you know, yeah. it's like, move on. Oh, okay. so how are, should I raise my hand David for those listening at home even though for a listener at home, they're just hearing us all talking. We're all in constant eye contact yeah. with yeah. each other. Right. It's one of the reasons we stopped doing it on Skype as well, because Skype takes away that ability to understand what's going on. Yeah, that immediacy. So, whereas if we're actually watching each other, we can actually kind of pace exactly what's yeah. going on. Sure. We can actually throw to people. We can hold up signs if we have to, like I've done on your yes, show. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I've mentioned a few times. <laughs> the notorious whiteboard. So yeah, but then, so that, that for me, the show prep starts then immediately after the following show and I start, I, we know what book we're going to read and we all have to go and, and read. And you go and mm. you pull all the vintage clips and I you do the, yeah, clips, the music, music, the outro music. And exactly. You, you record the pick of the week, like yeah, um, so every, story section. Yeah, almost. so every week yeah. we do a pick of the week story, mm. which is I, I kind of that didn't start until halfway it was a, through. It was, a, it was a joke. You actually threw it in. I remember when the first pick of the week was because it was way early on. But you kind of said it could be sound something like this, and you just played some weird thing, and it made us laugh. Yeah, yeah. and then you did it again next week and the next week, and just kind of I have stuck some, as this vintage. Clip, I have some you know? vague recollection of like the first time that thing, uh, how it started, was that we were all sitting around, sort of going. Every week, it turns to someone to explain the story, and then yeah. we, then we end up with a book like Saga or something, or, or a Graham Morrison yeah. book, and yeah. it's like, and we spend ten where, minutes where? explaining. Oh, the no, book. No, that's yeah. How the, do we no, explain? That's that? not the vintage yeah. clip. That's the intro to the pick of the week. That, yeah, yeah, that started oh. much later. So yeah, the vintage oh, yeah, okay. clip. The vintage clip so I thought a, that's all we were talking. Oh, about. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. we were too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. The vintage, the vintage yeah. clip was what, what started early. Oh, the vintage clip started very early. That was just Richard just messing around. He was just kind of threw some stuff in there, and and what I think is funny is that at one point Richard said, "I think we're going to drop." the vintage clip yes. because <laughs> it slows the show down we immediately got feedback from somebody saying what happened to the vintage clip <laughs> <laughs> so I was like okay we bring that back yeah. no what you're talking about is the intro mm. because yeah, when yeah, we yeah. first started which the show, is what I was talking about yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is just like the show <laughs> I'm old I phased out I wasn't listening to hand signals have failed us <laughs> you should, if, if, for the listeners at home the hand signals are just flying furiously <laughs> here most of them are middle fingers at this yes, point yes well, I wasn't going to say anything sometimes we high yeah. five or fist bump <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we should say, we should explain how we sit though. We should, yeah. <laughs> we sit with our knees yeah, bent. Yeah. Uh, no, we don't sit in a row. Like no, 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 no. We, we, we actually sit in a row. I'm gonna yeah, hopefully have some to. photos from today yeah. from the recording uh, earlier yeah, today. There are, the show the studio, there are photos mm. of the studio on geekactually.com as well, yes. so you can actually see those as well. Just the studio layout, which is yeah. four mics, two on each side, so yeah. we're kind of facing mm. each other. So off. usually Dave and I are both facing you, David, in in a typical setup. So we kind of have to turn to each other to talk, but. I've got We're both machinery. looking at you. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then- as it should be. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I designed the studio. Yeah, I'm the captain now. <laughs> That's the second Captain Phillips is, reference yeah. I made today. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that'll happen. All that prep will happen. And then the actually comes, to, and then there's only so much you can do. And then I, I just I scour the news. Head- the last thing I do before we come in and record yeah. that morning, I go have a look through any new news headlines that I need to update the show notes yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Um, put all that stuff in. I add all my sound clips to a soundboard. And I've usually done that a few days in advance. Yeah. 
um, if, if I've been prepared, usually sometimes the night before, if I haven't, <laughs> the, the longest thing is that that intro to the pick of the week because it's, I kind of set that to music and I sometimes throw in sound effects and right. sometimes they get very convoluted if I really inspired by the material <laughs> that course. week. You know, I think there's one I did for um, Arkham Asylum, which yeah. had screaming asylum that sounds. Was and wow. was brilliant. That was like a 75th episode. There was one you recorded so. in the bathroom to get an echo effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we don't hear any of those in advance. So, yeah. the, first so the first time you hear it, first time we hear the clip, plays. First time yeah. we hear the vintage clip of the week. The first time we hear the video intro. Yeah, or the uh, audio <laughs> intro for or the pick, pick of, of the week. week. Uh, is the first time we've ever heard them. That's wow. why sometimes we come out of the vintage clip dying with laughter. Mm. And we've got a very famous episode and it's it's in the 20s yes. around that time when we, when we did the whole thing when there was we both you both misheard the end well you misheard the end of a clip about washing Marsha. Yeah. And we were in bales of laughter for for a good five minutes yeah, after that. And that's killer. just become like a classic moment in the show. I'm gonna go wash Marsha. <laughs> It was actually watching Marsha. I'm going to yeah. go watch Marsha. But you, watch you heard Marcia. Wash Marsha. Yeah, David heard again, Wash Marsha. I heard Wash Marsha. But then again, when you think about it, there's something kind of creepy about it. I'm going to go watch Marsha. Either way, I think it Either comes way, off. It doesn't. The whole thing was off. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It was It was the Brady. It was like the Brady kids meet Wonder Woman or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so it was God. a very bizarre episode. Very strange. Uh, they meet Diana Prince. And we should say, actually, the, the kicker to that story was one of the few times we've recorded five episodes in a day. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, we were punchy as hell. Because I was going on holiday. And oh, we didn't so want to miss a week, like, cram them in so there. we just kind of did these short form episodes. Some they, of them had, they didn't have they didn't have any news. They yeah. didn't have anything like that. All they were. How was, long did that take? That was all day. Was we, all we were, day. Yeah, yeah, we started at about eleven. We finished at about six or something like that. Yeah. But we we just did the pick of the week. So we just right. did the half an hour. Yes. Book. Yeah. And we did them. And what was funny was because we wanted to make sure we had the most important books first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> in case we didn't finish them all, we right. still had content. But that meant we were recording out of order. And so there are moments in it where we sit there and go, if you remember last week, I mean next week's show. <laughs> you should take all of those and, and put them back to back so listeners can hear you just get weirder and weirder. And so- <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what order we recorded them in. There. No, no, yeah. I have no idea no, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a distant memory. But uh, it, was, it was very funny. Yeah. Sometimes you forget completely about a book that you've talked like for 40 minutes on. Like, <laughs> like, I get that occasion. Like remember when we were at um, Good Games a few weeks ago and that, that that guy was like, did you read um, that Earth One, like uh, Teen Titans? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? What? Did like, it as a you guys spoke about ago. that for 40 minutes. Yeah. Go back and listen to your own show. No, we did another Earth One like two weeks ago, like last week. Yeah, and we were recording we were going, this, yeah. And I mentioned Teen Titans and we'd both forgotten that we'd, we'd, we'd actually like, did an episode yeah. three weeks before or something. Yes. <laughs> so you mentioned the live shows. So yeah, how yeah, yeah. does that, and you have a few more coming up this year, getting ready for those, recording those, how is that different it's, than than the studio space it's effectively the same show yeah. so we because yeah. you don't change up, the structure we pick up our mixer <laughs> we put it in the big plastic box over there yeah, yeah. which has a behind the panel sticker on it which you can buy from our cafe <laughs> exactly. and we take it to the location we set up instead of using a big old iMac here to record audio we record yeah. it onto a laptop and instead of using the PR40s in the studio which are a nice expensive studio mics we just right. use handheld mics the oh, irony is okay. they sound 
pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, not quite. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they- I was I was really nervous about that live show because I hadn't done a live show before oh. ever. And the, they'd done a couple. We, we did Comic Con. So yeah. which yeah. one was your yeah. first live show? The one like from a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was yeah. the one we did this the, year. The game, so yeah. that would be and, um, our yeah. What was yeah, the, the, the book we did? Oh yeah, Watson and Holmes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Book. And for ten, for ten minutes, I was nervous, and then you just it's a normal show. It, yeah. You fell into the rhythm of the normal show. The biggest nerves for us would have been Comic Con when we first arrived because. We hadn't done a live show. We weren't even sure if the technicals were going to work. Oh, we shit. actually had a mock-up of what would be at the live show set up across the table over here mm. and just recording just junk, doing intros and playing clips and stuff just to make sure it actually worked. Yes. Yeah. Um, we had, instead of playing audio clips, because Comic-Con had a video screen, we converted all of the, what we've been reading and so forth, clips into audio, into video yeah, clips. Yeah, all of our intros wow. we made So they video. would actually yeah. play up on the oh, screen. Oh, nice. And then, but we didn't know if that would work. And of course, some of them failed. Yeah, yeah. We but that, was, well, that ended up happen. being fun. But that was, and the thing is, once you got going on it, we had, yeah. and the big fear, of course, you was play nobody it. comes down and yeah. nobody sits down. But that, that, in, but that, that didn't fear, Well, that fear was abated when we actually found out our live show wasn't going to be in a room, which we thought it was going to be. It yeah. was smack bang in the center of the Comic-Con floor. <gasps> wow. So yeah. everyone, And it was right near the line, the where bit where the, you line up for all the autographs. Yeah. Oh, wow. So people all had to come past yeah, us yeah, yeah. to so what, get to that. What we, ended up with on, what we ended up with on both days is we ended up with the seats full, which nice. is 120 seats, I think. That's it was. huge. Plus a row of people around the outskirts yeah. watching it. And it we, helped we had some live guests as and well. And we had so. live guests. So we yeah. had, we had we, 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 dead guests. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's rephrase that. Say we had comic book celebrity guests. Yes, yes. Weekend at Bernie's on stage. And we did giveaways. And we just kind of had We're fun special guests. Carmine Infantino. As soon as we started, and, I, and I, I think I can speak for Richard at this point where I say that he was particularly nervous. I was very nervous. Um, I had done, done a lot of theatre and I didn't stuff. Yeah, because you have a theater background. Theater background. So I had a... Getting up in front of people has never been a big fear of mine. I was right. also a teacher, so I got up in front of people a lot. Yeah, right. Um, and so I get up there, and, and all I'm thinking back in my mind is if, if we don't get an audience, this is going to freak the hell out of Richard. Right. But the audience turned up. Richard was in his own element. We, you know, yes. We just did this live show, and we had so much fun. I danced doing on it. stage. He danced <laughs> on stage. I wanted him to dance on stage with cosplayers, but he drew the line at that. <laughs> I wore a Star Lord mask, and then re- immediately realized the folly of my ways because I had no peripheral vision. <laughs> <laughs> so I came up to the stage, did the did the dance on stage to come and get your love because because Guardians of the Galaxy had just come out. Oh wow! And so I, d- I did the dance Perfect. on stage to come and get your love. Turned- I think it was to. This. That one. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> nice. So I, I came on and did that, and then uh, I realised it was coming, up and I almost fell ass over <laughs> getting onto my chair because I still had my mask on. So the second day, live and learn, I took the mask off as I was approaching stage, so I wouldn't fall over. Nice. I still we actually, up. we actually had John D, the famous John D, John who D. we mentioned yeah. on our show all the time. Yes, he was Super actually fan. there, and so we actually got him to help us out as well. So he nice. helped us give out the raffle tickets, and I think one of his friends actually won the book. So he was true, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so look, it was it was, it was a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. And, and we want to do as many as possible. So yeah. this year we're doing a ridiculous amount of live shows. I think yeah. it's well, we got, nine we, so far. We got, we got wow. hooked up yeah. with Jamie over at Good Games in Hurstville. Yes. And he basically said he wanted to help us out and sponsor the show. Yes. And he said, I don't have money, but I can help you out with giveaways. And we said, well, let's do some live shows in here as nice. well. So, and we've kind of just because been- Because they've got space. That's they, the ooh, thing. lots of space. So mm. we've been- this set up to have gaming tournaments. They've right. got big table space and that right. sort of thing. Yeah. So. And so we did one there on the <laughs> 11th last month we're doing one there next Wednesday next yeah. Wednesday coming up Ooh, 
now. So by the time this episode comes out, yeah, we would have done our second live show for the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is all just prep and rehearsal, basically getting ready for Comic-Con in Melbourne, which is in June. Yeah. And we're back there again. But before that, I think we're doing another one in May for Free Comic Book Day. Oh, Free Comic Book Day. Free Comic Book Day. Which I can't believe you guys haven't done a live anything for Free Comic Book Day before. The irony is one of the reasons why Geek actually kind of rolled itself back and why we have only been doing one show for so long is that I started working full-time, and because I work full-time in shifts, it's really hard to schedule anything. Uh, and so uh, we stopped doing live shows. We and we all doing, work outside of We all yeah, work outside yeah. of this. Because you know what? I think this, actually, sorry, we don't make a lot of money. I was going to say, and well, that's a really good money. point to make. This isn't, this <laughs> is, you guys <laughs> do this for the for the passion of it. Mm. You guys all are here because so. you love it, and you, enjoy, I mean, clearly you enjoy it. I mean, the peels of laughter that no, come I, out of I lost, house, I lost the, the I lost the joy of it, episode 64. I don't personally think I'd do it with two other people. Really? Besides these guys. Nice. Oh. No, 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 in all seriousness, but a lot yeah. of the reasons why I stick around is because I like their company. Yeah. And you know. actually the thing, I mean, I think one of the, the things we always joke is if we didn't uh, have the show, we would sit around every weekend yeah. talking about this stuff. Absolutely. Literally anyway. do the same Absolutely. thing. So we would, yeah. we may as well record it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It just wouldn't have the structure. It would just be a little bit. You yeah, know, even more free form. A lot more swear words. <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other thing I, the other thing that I've been trying to do, and the other thing I, I like, and we're trying to do more this year, and you guys are evidence of that, is that the idea of doing a few more shows, which yes. I don't have to do anything on, yes. yeah, because I can get more content out there, which can all feed on to everything. Well, we, like this. Well, like this, this exactly. Yeah, we did this uh, a few years ago when Josh. And oh, Dave actually ran a gaming show. They said, we want to do a gaming show. Yeah. I don't know a lot about games. I love playing games, but I don't know a lot about games. Dave was actually a games journalist, and Josh was a mad player. So I said, well, I'll produce your show if you want to do a show. And now, unlike Pillow Fort, I got involved in that show a lot more because right. they would drag me into it because it was live, <laughs> and I was there, and they would say, what do you think, Dave? <laughs> so, so I was like, I'm so tempted to do that Like about have, every third show. I don't have a live mic on your show, but, so but don't. That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, no, I, you know. I can have a live mic if you want me to. But, um, but the point is that it's, it was fun. I mean, that show ran for about 35 episodes. Uh, there's stories behind that, and they moved yeah. on to their own thing. Yeah. They went off and did Raw DLC, which mm-hmm. they did that for several Couple years. Of years uh, several yeah. years yeah. That. Yeah. I don't know what the story with that is now. It's not part of my circle anymore. Right. You know? mm. um, but I mean, you know, Pillow Fort's now started on the network. Geek actually is coming back. Yes. Mm. We're finally bringing that show back, which will, actually, which will actually be my show again. So <gasps> back to me working hard. And we, you get to do. <laughs> I still have my weekly show yeah, to You still prepare, have yeah. your weekly show. You've got your weekly I have show. My weekly I get show. to do absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you just get to come in and sit there and look pretty. Dave gets to come in and play. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd say that we experimented with a few shows in the lead up to the return of Geek, yeah. actually. Mm. Yeah. There was Geek Movie Club, which lasted about a dozen episodes. 19 episodes. 19 mm-hmm. episodes. Oh, wow. Really? Wow. Really? I almost yeah, feel like we that. should do one more just, just to make yeah, it just to clear it. Film actually came back for two episodes we had this guy we should do one let's 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 do one for episode seven we'll do a geek movie geek movie club for star wars episode seven (gasps) yeah yes that'll be the that'll be the capper or age of ultron no no we'll do age of ultron on panels yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) are you kidding (laughs) age of ultron has to be on panels yeah of course it does It's all all these years. You still don't get me, <laughs> we should get um, to. Are we going to get to the truth now of all of this? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, we we should say we don't actually. We, we, we wrote all this down. We before. actually don't <laughs> like each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those of you at home won't realize none of us are in the same room right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. I'm actually in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you 
mentioned earlier that at the live shows you had some really good guests that came on the show. Yes. Mm. Have you had who have you been your favorites? Oh wow! Because you guys have had a bunch. Look, we've had we've had on the show a couple of times. Or who have you geeked out, out on? I've only spoken to one. Mm. Oh, geeking out on? I you've spoken to a few actually because I was doing a list of all of our guests the other day because I started I sp- thinking I spoke about this. To Laramie, spoke to Laramie. Sure. You've been on for the Purcell brothers, oh, I yeah, think. Of course, uh, they're in the studio. Oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 um, Oh, yeah. Uh, Louis Joyce. Yeah, Louis. Louis. The biggest geek out for me, I think, had to have been the first interview, because we've done it twice now. Yeah. The first interview Uh, with Chris Claremont. Mm. Chris Claremont, you mentioned before. Yeah, yeah. He wrote X-Men for 17 years. Wow. He is is a comics legend, and talking to him was like talking to a loved uncle. It was just just so nice. And how did that come? How did you guys? I emailed him. Yeah. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Just flat out emailed him? You got a few people through Twitter even as well. Twitter, email. Like, it's actually, the, the funny thing about... Now, the difference between the film industry and the comics industry is that the film industry, if you want to speak to somebody, you have to go through their PR agent, right. you have to go through their... Because they're big or, and important. Because they're big and important. They're not accessible. <laughs> With air quotes. And, you know, I've actually heard people say, like, they know, they've known a film star for years and they've suddenly mm. broken big. Yeah. And that film star has been accessible to them always. And they said, oh, well, you'll, of course, come on our show and talk about your mm. big Hollywood film. No, you're going to have to do that through my PR agent oh, now. Jesus. And, like that's, like, that's just the structure of it. That's just the accepted structure right, of it. Right. It's all done through junkets. Comics creators, because... Uh, there's a huge part of the comics industry which is creator-owned. Yes. Which means that they, even though that might be coming out through a publisher, right? because they, they've they literally got their skin in the game. It's like yeah. this is their thing. They make the money off That's this. That's gross. Um, Put your skin in the game? Put is it skin really in the that? Game. Ew. Ew. <laughs> yeah. The books are bound in their flesh. Uh, no, but they're so willing. Like if you talk to them and say, look, we're really keen to this new sci-fi project or right. this, you know, personal project coming out, we really want to talk to you about it. And Jeff Lemire, uh, who we, I think you mentioned yeah, at the start, yeah. uh, had just come off the Underwater Welder, was about to write my favourite character, Green Arrow. Right. And I just emailed him and said, can we talk? And there was no talk? ego. Do you want to talk? Eh? Uh, you want to talk? <laughs> He's Canadian. Uh, and, and it was literally, there was no ego. I, I've almost had a response. It's funny. You write, you try and get some of the biggest stars sometimes yes. and you, you never hear back. You write to the comics people, even the biggest writers. Yes. And if they can't do it, they'll still write back to you and say, look, I'm really busy at the moment. Can right. we maybe think about well, it later in the year? a good example of this is Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. Who <laughs> we really want to get on the show because I'm a big fan of Brian that, that was going to be my next question. Who do you want? <clears throat> I but, want yeah. Brian, well, I want Alan Moore. But that's a, that's <laughs> a pipe Frank dream. Miller. That's, <laughs> a, that's a pipe dream. Alan Moore, for those who don't know, is probably the most yeah. legendary writer I want of all. point counterpoint with Alan Moore and Frank Miller. Oh, God, mm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, you ignorant slut. <laughs> If I could get a, a, look, I think I think the culmination of panels for me was it would be if oh we can God, get Alan Moore or yes. Frank Miller onto yes. the show, we have succeeded in doing what we want to do. That's, ah. a, mark, that's a mark of measure for me. I mean, that's yeah. Well, yeah. interestingly enough, when we when we wrote to Brian Michael Bendis, or when Richard did, Brian Michael Bendis was really sweet. He basically said, "I would love to do it, yeah, but I've got kids, I got writing, I yeah. got this, I got that. Yes. Maybe sometime later, I, I haven't got time." I won't know? mention that's the fair. I won't mention the name until we've actually secured the interview. But someone I'm talking to now, yes, who 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 wrote to me and said, well, I wrote to him rather on Twitter because he started following me on Twitter, which yeah. amazed me. 
Um, and you know, then, there's many people right now going through your friends list. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a couple of big name people who follow us on Twitter. So mm. you know, oh, can, um, I, can I mention briefly that we had a huge an A list. Oh. <laughs> a li- we won't say the name of who, but we we had an A lister that would have would have done an interview of us had we not ripped their book apart. Oh, and, and, and they they fallout. listened. I think they got halfway through our, our, and our review listening. and stopped listening. And he yeah. he, he tweeted well, me through direct message. Could have been a she. He or she. He or she. Allegedly. Uh, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> tweeted me and and had a very lengthy conversation. And to their credit, mm. they were very That's level-headed true. about yeah. it. They, yes. were, they were very well, sweet. if you're an artist, and they you're really going to put your stuff out there. you got to expect a certain amount yeah. of criticism. Mm. I mean, they gave me like reasons why they were really proud of this particular book and what they were coming from. And I actually got a really deeper insight. And it kind of almost made me want to re-record the show thinking with that. Insight. That's probably one of the few episodes I regret. Oh. O- only because mm. um, I regret nothing. <laughs> the only reason I say that, David, is I regret it because I do think we were unnecessarily harsh <laughs> in that particular fair. occasion. Interestingly, interestingly enough, I have actually gone back and listened to that episode. Yeah, it's and not I, as bad as I think I it is. I don't I know, think it is that harsh. Mm. It is actually a fair and balanced review. We do actually. We th- actually said in that review that we didn't like. The <laughs> we should book. stop that's hinting. That's we should th- stop hinting. No. <laughs> yeah. so we don't want to. So coming thing. off of that, did that actually change how you approach? Nope. You, do you still take it? No, seriously. I just uh, asked a question. Because a little you, bit. A little, little, a little bit. A little bit. The only thing it changed was we came to a perspective after <laughs> your long, lengthy conversation with him. We came to a perspective that what we had to be careful of was that just because we didn't like something yes. doesn't mean there mm-hmm. wasn't an audience out there for yeah. it. That's so, fair. Which led to a mantra, yeah. actually. Well, which led yeah. to our mantra, which is, this book isn't for me. Mm. Yeah, and I guess so, there's also, there's also that, that element of like us free as people. We're not like the Borg, you know, to use yeah. a, right. to use a Trek yeah. reference. Like we all we kind of do differ on a lot of things and how we you feel do. about you different come at different things. perspectives yeah. on. Yeah, all and yeah. so like yeah, I'm like old, you know, I tell you? Well, but I mean like 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 for it's Dave for Dave to react that here. way doesn't necessarily mean Richard or I did. Right, you know, like. Yeah, Richard had a different response to to me. I felt bad about it for ages. I sure. And I I came around the other way, but I think in retrospect, I I have uh, stepped back a bit on how because hard it is I'm going to go with a book. Even recently, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Even even recently, Amy, we did um we did a book called Awkward. Yes. And um and you know that was really difficult for me to talk about in particular because yes. the work had just simply reminded me of something a friend of mine has made. Mm. Yes. And so it made it difficult to be like, why am I going to jump on? That style, yeah, because right, like, right. yeah. you start to consider the the artist's feelings in a of way. Of course, I mean they're people that, that create these there, things, and it's their work that you're. There's one way, like of saying bad, and then yes. there's like going to the nth degree, like right. where, where, ripping where, a new one. Where yeah. I remember but, in this particular book, I ripped it like but, I, yeah. But at the yeah. same time, at the same time, you've got to be very careful that you don't water down, yeah, yes. or or actually affect your integrity yes. totally. as some, yes. as to having an opinion we are offering an opinion mm. and yeah. that's that's this is where the this is something who, this I is something where the people so who are making yeah. it have to understand mm. everybody is going to have a different opinion of, mm. of their work if you put your work out there yes. some will like it some will not yes. right? just because somebody doesn't like your work doesn't mean they don't like you it doesn't yeah. mean they don't like everything that you've done right. it just means they didn't like that work in, right. in this particular in the yeah. instance that we're talking about where we, we really did that like 
I did feel as though the creator initially took it quite personally. Oh, I think he and, did because in this particular but case- But hey, we both sort of came to a point where we were like, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. 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 It was just kind of yeah. like, you yeah. know. Because I think, I, I think yeah. up until that point, because of his status, I don't think a lot of people had criticized no. him. No, no. Mm. And I think the fact that somebody didn't like something he had written actually affected him quite bad because it's like, yeah. what do you mean you don't but, love But that me? affected you know? me really? as well. You know? like, like, I've got to say, guys- it really yeah. shook me at the time. Mm. Like that, that because, yeah. because comics is a world where the creators are so excessive, Yes. The creators are so accessible. Like, yeah. you know, and they can communicate with you just, just as, as quickly easily. as we can communicate yeah. with them. Like I remember so you the, get the, instant the, feedback on your appraisal as well. Right. So it's like I remember the, the counsel that I'd gotten from that from a friend was that maybe he actually feels that way about the work himself. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, yeah. And it's, it's interesting. It's like, you know, you never, mm. you never know. And the no. thing you don't yeah. know. So we we have adopted the mantra of it's not for me. We yes. don't, don't want to just tear something apart and say it's awful. Right. Because it... If we don't like it, it That's could be one person's it could opinion. Be that person down the we're road's fans at the, book. At the yeah. core, we're fans. Yeah. At, the, at the core, of we course. love comics. Yes. That's why we're doing yeah. the show. Yeah. And, and we're not we're not critics. And the philosophy you know? behind yeah. the show was that we sit around. It's we discover books every yeah. week, and we kind of like want to share the good stuff with people. Mm. Yeah. Not yeah. crap on the bad. Do you, yeah. you do know? you ping the artists and the authors yep. when you when you yeah, yeah. Well, we tweet it out. We always and in fact one of the interviews. I've got coming up is simply because they followed me off the back of us pinging them. Yes. Um, because you reviewed a book, reviewed and a book, and we really loved it, and they started following me off the back of that. Right. So if you know Twitter, that means you can directly communicate with somebody right. that you're right. mutually following each other. So it becomes very much a conversation. Yeah. yeah. I, think, uh, I think to to answer your original question, Amy, about the guest, though, like, there was a question um, in there. Wasn't there? <laughs> that was a long yeah. time. Yeah. Ago. I know. I knew this was going to go like, in that direction. Technically, he's been on the show, kind of, but he did an introduction for us. Yes. Oh, Grant yeah. Morrison. <gasps> Yeah, oh, and um, yeah. and yeah, Grant Morrison being on this show, I, I would I would die happy. Yeah. <laughs> I would die happy just yeah, so to you meet want, him again. You want Grant Morrison? Okay, great. I want Alan Moore. Yeah. You I want, want Mike Grell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Frank Miller, Mike Grell. Mike Grell. Who, who I might get? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> that's not the person I was talking about, by the way. But that's just another thing I've been working. Uh, there's a lot of people I've been working on for th- the last three, four massaging. years. Massaging, you know, yeah. massaging yeah. the and, relationship, and often it's just a matter of timing. And of course, they have something new coming out. Of course it is, because I mean they might have something new coming out, or they've got some. But time. we're in Australia, we're in Australia, so yeah. that's the other thing as well. We're yeah. in a different time yeah. zone. Yeah. Really oh, yeah. of course. Remember you guys telling me some stories like the sometimes you got up at like six in the morning. There, or you well, had to be here. There at is six one we all. This is not a a, uh, this a behind the panels one. This is a film actually one, and all Dave three of us. Yeah. You oh, were there. Here, yeah, we got up at six o'clock in the morning. Two or That's three right, mornings. I, w- I was there on my own accord, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think? Or you two guys or three. All, no, no, yeah, we were all doing this together because, because, yeah. because of the person this was, mm. you had to be on the show. Yeah, yeah. And two or, two or three mornings in a row, we got up early. They said, have, you'll have to get up early and we'll let you know it's tomorrow Skype morning. Set up, so we're we all ready to roll. Ready to roll. Sitting behind microphones. The first morning, it's like, mm. they can't do it. And it's like, mm. okay, fair enough. Second morning, no, no, not today. The third morning, we went. We didn't hear anything, so we got together. We'd all yeah. sit, we, literally we'd had our morning coffees and teas, and we all sat down, yes. ready to roll microphone. Get a phone call. We think this is it. It's the PR person saying he's stuck in uh, at an airport, no, um, and he won't be able to make the, the no. interview. I said, we'll see if we can reschedule. It never did, and it was someone we all desperately wanted to speak oh. to, and we've never been able to do it again. Mm. We we did find out later there was a reason for that. <gasps> Um, it wasn't due to us, and it wasn't due to no, us. No, there was just there was a lot and that's of the stuff thing you have to remember the that scenes. they've got. Yeah. You know, they all have lives. And he, he wasn't stuck. It in, was in, on an it, w- it was 
Allegedly. Yeah. There was oh. issues he had with, with, with the reviewers and podcasters generally. Really? Actually, yeah. oh. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. It was all secondhand information, yeah. but it made sense given some of the totally. public totally context. Some of the public contents he'd yeah, made at the time. And, consider, and considering that everybody we had heard of who had had an interview lined up with him over several different days all got the same excuse. Oh, yeah. really? Because he's stuck at an airport, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so, so it probably didn't feel so bad after you heard that. No. Because no, it's no, not no. you personally. So we kind of knew that this was, with this, was, this was a story. And we should say, story. that person is still a person we would like to interview. Yes. <laughs> which is yeah, why, yeah, exactly. which yeah, is yeah, why yeah. we You're are not, not saying the names. No names will be mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, the technical side. I'm curious about what happens. Okay, you guys record a show. You've got your mixing boards. You've, you, everything's come in. You've sat down. You've done your thing. What happens after? When, what's, what's the process? Well, uh, I mean, we record. We've recorded the same way pretty much consistently. We did do a very small batch where we were doing live recording. Recordings, mm. which basically means that it was all being mixed on the board. Whatever came out the end was the finished product. Oh, okay. Yeah. We did that for a few months, um, but I was never comfortable with it because you don't have any control whatsoever. Oh, okay. No. So, what, uh, so we've invested in new equipment and so forth. But the point is that we record this show in multiple tracks. So okay. each mic, each soundboard, each computer input actually yeah, So has, I've got a soundboard that I load all my clips into. Yep, I've got, got a soundboard that I have my clips clipped, yes. on, it clipped into. We have a PC that is actually feeding in case we have a Skype call. So this yes. is actually our, our telephone machine. Or if we want to watch a trailer or something, we can all yeah, see. The, right. the trailer clips come from this PC come and from so that. forth. Um, it's all fed in through discrete channels and we end up with this big multiple track recording. Yes, which I can see which in see front here. of me. And I uh, hopefully have a decent shot of that later. Uh, the beautiful thing about recording this way is I can go in later and if somebody's mic is too low or yeah. something uh, like that, I can actually boost individual tracks, yeah. um, which I can't do on a live recording. So... First thing that happens after a show is that I go to bed, and then <laughs> I, and then the next day I'll come in, I'll load it up, I'll trim off the beginning and the ending because there's always yep. there's always lead in, yep. so trim off that and then start going through it, and I actually take out because the way that this board records, I can slide sound up and down and I can fade in and out sound. Yes. None of that fading actually happens on the recording. So that's a live feed. So this is yes. all one volume the whole way through. So yes. I'm only doing this so that in our headphones we have an idea of what it's going to sound like. So first thing I have to do is go through and actually cut out all of the other mics every time a clip is played. Because mm. otherwise... If we're still talking or che- or chairs are rolling, yes, or yes. normally when a clip is played is when everybody tends to try and do their coughs yes, and what have you, yes. I can actually hear all that. That's still all recorded, <laughs> so, so I have to trim all, trim all of those out. That's maybe sometimes when you might hear my nose go against the microphone. Like that, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah I, 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 I tend when I, when I watch the video on Richard's computer, I tend to do a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know if you can hear that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. all those little things, the head yeah. knocks. Well, the, the beard. Yeah, yeah sometimes <laughs> if I'm drinking an iced coffee like I was earlier, you might hear ice clinking. clinking. Yeah. Um, we trim out all That's that. That's your vodka. <laughs> <laughs> we go through, I then go through and I listen to the balance of the tracks. So basically make sure yes. everybody's about the same volume. <laughs> <laughs> and if they're not, I'll actually boost individual tracks, what have you. During live folio. Anywhere there is actually a point where we have to fade out, yes. Um, I'll actually add those fades because those mm. fades didn't happen on the recording on the fe- on the, as yeah. they happen. So ending of music, and, unless we've like pre-recorded the fade, unless we pre-recorded right. the fade. So I'll go through and I'll fade out. I used to have to do it a lot more often on film. Actually, I used to have to fade out yeah. the intro music every show because it would actually go a lot longer than 
we wanted it yeah, to, so yeah, it yeah. always had to fade that out. Yeah. Um, and then once that's all done, we do what's called – we bounce out the track. Basically, okay. we – Tell Logic over here to bounce it out as one solitary track. Oh, okay. And it so basically, merge it. It, yeah. it normalizes the tracks, merges them all together, and bounces out a solitary track. Yes. However, the one <laughs> problem with recording in Logic is, and you know, those musos out there who know more about Logic than I do will probably say, "Actually, this is the way you should do it." This works for me, so I'm going to keep doing it this way. After I bounce the track out, I put it into QuickTime and re-render it one more time, because Logic, even though it's a single track, still yes. has multi-track information. In it, and when you try and encode that out to an MP3, yes, uh, it gets confused sometimes. Uh, so when I put it, into you quick probably t- learned that the hard way. Oh uh, yeah, a few times. <laughs> put, it, put it into QuickTime, basically render it out as a flat track. Yes. Then load it into a program called Max, which is actually a really, really good MP3 encoder, mm-hmm. um, which crunches it down but keeps good sound quality. Nice. Allows me to add all the meta tags, so things like cover art, artist names, da da da, and do and then render that out. Yes. Um, once that's rendered out, it's uploaded and published. Nice. Um, nice. So that's basically the and process. That's what happens. That's the magic after. That's the magic. You know, after. Um, it's loaded up to our site. Revealing it's, the secret. It's tagged, right. into, it's tagged into WordPress using PowerPress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that feeds directly into iTunes because of the account we've got set up. Yeah. And then once it's live, I give it a listen. I plug it on social media, yep. tag anybody that needs to be tagged. Yep. And then I'll do that a couple of times throughout the week. Mm. Uh, just to get as many listens as possible. Sure. We go out on iTunes. We go down on Stitcher. Yeah. Um, of course, you can get it directly from the site from the as side. well. And the whole if, archive is on the yeah, site. And there's yeah. two other places that aggregate it yeah. as well. Oh, like, of course. You know, so the entire Pod every, Bay FM, I Pod think. Bay, yeah. yeah. That's Absolutely right. every episode of everything we've recorded, except for that mysterious pilot episode of Darwin, <laughs> 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 every episode is actually still on geekactually.com. Wow. You can actually find them there if you wanted to. You could go search through all the way back to 2008. And that's how many episodes now, though? It's 600 oh, something, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it'll be. No, Pushing it, 700. It, oh, something like that. I don't know. We mentioned it on the show once. I think it was actually 500 at that time. So it's probably. Close to six now. Closer to six now. Wow. 600, That's total, amazing. 600 total episodes. Probably, considering most Geek Actually episodes were probably an hour and a half to two hours. When you think about the main show. hours. Yeah. Of, and Whoa. you think about the main shows themselves. I mean, film actually, when it was around, went for 102 episodes, effectively. Yeah. And that actually spun out at episode 92. Mm. So 92 of Geek Actually was where, 92 or 93, I can't remember now, but it actually mm. exploded into three shows. Right. Um, and... Geek actually went on to a hundred, close to one hundred and fifty, close to I think it was like one hundred and forty mm. or something like that. Film actually continued on to episode. Well, we added those two, but it, it spun out to episode one hundred. Wow. Yeah. We added two more shows after that. Finally, um, so yeah, and then there was thirty five during that time. Thirty five episodes of uh, platforms, mm, ten episodes mm, of mm. of Geek Actually Tech, another. 10, 20 episodes of tech, actually. There was the Geek Actually After Show. There was, I mean, there's <laughs> so, so much audio recording. <laughs> yeah. And then since then, we've had Behind the Panels, now 132 episodes, plus the interviews and specials that we've right, had. Right. Well, the interviews and specials are their own category. Their own they've category, actually, yeah. Yeah, they've actually got their own category now. We've also got 19 episodes of Geek Movie, Movie Club. Club. Yeah. Um, there was actually mm. Film Actually News for a while. We oh, spun, that's right. We spun the news out of Film Actually because Film Actually was starting to run too long. <laughs> so, and the news was actually a really. Not that you guys can talk for a long time or no, anything. the film actually show was actually <laughs> an hour and twenty one minutes. I know. Of the I was show, just looking right? how far we were in. The, the news actually, the <laughs> film, actually, film actually news was actually a fun show. We did that for, I think it was close to twenty twenty five episodes. Right. 
And the idea of the show mm. was, and we actually so we used to say at the beginning of every episode was was the news in half an hour or less of your money back, and it was a free <laughs> show, so we never had to worry about that. But it was literally if the news wasn't finished in half an hour, we just ended just, the show. Just pulled just the plug. Ended the show at, at the thirty. Like, minute Sorry, out of time. And we would <laughs> mid sentence. Yeah, definitely. No yeah. shit. Absolutely. The idea. So we would we have a clock on, it. and at, at like twenty nine minutes, we go, and that's a show. And we just <laughs> <laughs> And it was a I lot of fun. That. And we also had all these, where a lot, a lot of the clips on the soundboard came up, which were things like uh, Cher saying, you're not even interesting enough to, what was it? You're not even inter- interesting enough to be boring. That's or right, like that. yeah. Because the idea was if any time everybody brought stories to the table, <laughs> yes. if any time we thought it was boring, yes. you just move them on. Well, <laughs> actually, I, I ended up using this as a tribute to that in this week's Behind the Panels, which is Clyde says, I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had all these wonderful sound clips which were like, yeah, just get on with it. You know? <laughs> so it was, it was, Moving on. On. <laughs> um, and we, I think that was none no, of the gavel came up in Geek Movie Club. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, we had all sorts of stuff, things like uh, I think this was one of them. What's this day of rest shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've got oh, soundboards for everything. I've got yeah. every soundboard clip that we've ever played on the show as a as a uh, fill as a uh, iTunes playlist. Wow. And the other day, by accident. Um, I started my Bluetooth in my car, and it's supposed to pick up the last thing you played, but yes. if it gets confused, it picks a track at random. And it picked, it picked up a track from random on this, and because I was driving, I couldn't change it. Oh, no. And so it just went one clip after oh, another, no. and for, for half an hour, I'm driving along to the soundboard, just firing off clips, and they were in this weird random order. And so I'm just thinking, this is incredible. And I found myself laughing out loud. I'm sure you did. Listening to all these weird clips. It's part of your like, problem, you know. You haven't seen enough movies. All of life's riddles are answered in the movies. You're not even interesting enough to make me sick. There it is. <laughs> So yeah, we have so many clips. Oh my god! Oh my god! Can I just say that the soundboard software from Ambrosia Software is the greatest thing ever designed? It was actually we both started using it when we're doing the show by Skype as well because some of their other software allowed me even over Skype to pipe anything I was playing on my system directly into Skype Mm. and it would come out into the feed. So anything I was doing on my end would still be recorded directly into Dave's soundboard through the same channel, which was oh that oh fuck that one one of the classics. Uh, and of course, from behind the panels. Shall we go into the men's locker room? <laughs> so, yeah, we have a lot of fun. In fact, we actually got feedback at one point early on in panels where they said, bring back more soundboard wars. Because yeah. we would start on like these one upping each other oh, on soundboards. It was and why don't funny. you, why did that go away? Oh, it, it didn't. Uh, intentionally go away. I think it was just a matter of. We got more interested in what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> oh, that's, fair. That's, fair. that's fair. Completely fair. Um, something else that came up this week that we were sort of talking about before uh, we started recording were the um, podcast award nominations. Oh, yeah. Have come out. And I'm really curious. I'm Can really... I say I've never been nominated? Oh. <laughs> Snubbed again this year. Oh, it's like bastards. every year. Uh, the, hot, bridesmaid. the 100 hottest people list comes yes. out and I'm it always seems incredibly slated towards celebrities can I just say oh, look, oh, look I've been listening I've been, li- I've been <laughs> and I've never won uh, Australia's uh, best father either <laughs> mostly because I don't have kids well, but it's <laughs> I've been I've been looking at the podcast awards since 2008 okay right. so I've been looking at these things for many years and I think Scott Johnson, who's actually one of my favorite podcasters out there you know if Scott Johnson you're ever listening you are always welcome to come on my show um, Scott Johnson actually said the same thing a couple of years ago. Yes. He said, we never get nominated. 
right? Right. One of the reasons why you never get nominated is because it's a popularity contest. Of and, the only, it is. and the only way you of get nominated listens to us. No, it's not that they don't listen, it's that we don't push it. Yeah. yeah. So what Scott Johnson said was, I'm going to prove that you can get a podcast award yes. just by asking for it, right? Mm. Yeah. So he said to his listeners, and up every other year he goes, oh yeah, podcast awards are out. If you want to nominate us, go ahead. And that was it. That he would never mention it again. Right. And he'd never get nominated. He'd never win. Right. So a couple of years ago, he said, I'm going to get the Morning Stream and Film Sack nominated for the podcast awards. And so every single episode, he said, and remember, if you want to go, go out to the podcast. He goes, we're really trying to win this. Yes. He goes, so we're just proving a point and we want you all to go out there and, and vote for it, blah, blah, blah. They got the nominations and both shows won last year in their respective categories because he just pushed and just pushed, pushed and pushed it, and pushed. pushed. If you don't mention it, you don't win it. Mm. It's as simple as that. Because the way you get nominated is people nominate you. So if mm. nobody knows you want to be nominated. Well, so yeah. I think next year yeah. we are going to go on a year-long campaign yeah. and we are going to tell everybody, go out. And you're yeah. going to get sick of us saying it, but you're going to go out <laughs> and you're going to goddamn nominate us. I don't even care about winning. I just want to see my name on that list. I want to see my name on that list. Just so we can put on our website the podcast award nominated podcast. Well, one of the things one of the things they were talking about in the live feed when they were announcing the nominations is they were going to release uh, the top twenty from each list to see who didn't quite make the top ten. I mean, you can't vote for them, but it'd be interesting to see who was eleven and twelve and thirteen. What is interesting is, and I don't know if it was spam, and it could have very well been spam. Are we keeping you up, Richard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're into hour three of recording. I know, right? <laughs> it could very well be spam, but last year I did the diligent thing. I listed our podcast. I put down, because yes. you actually can register your podcast. So the idea of registering your podcast is if you do get nominated, they know where to send stuff. Yes. Right? Mm. So I went through and I registered all the podcasts as I did this year. I do it every year. I register our shows and I didn't get nominated. And then a weird thing happened. About a month after the nominations came out, I got an email from the podcast award saying, considering that your show has been nominated, we just wanted to blah, blah. And they, oh, it's like this preparation for if you win, will you be able to make it to Las Vegas? And right. blah, blah. My immediate reaction was, onto the website. <laughs> it's like, I don't recall seeing my name on there. And of course, my name wasn't there anywhere. We weren't nominated at all. So I wrote back to them and said, I don't believe I'm nominated and never heard anything more about it. Uh, crickets. <laughs> so I don't know whether it was spam. They had somehow gotten the list or what have you, or the addresses all seemed right, mm. right. or whether or not it was one of these top 20 lists yeah. where maybe yeah. they were just prepping. Yeah. I don't know. Very weird stuff. But yeah, we're on the radar. It's just we're yeah. never nominated. Yeah. So, so look, I mean, year. I think you're right. I mean, I think that's what we need to do. We're going to do a lot of things. And I think if, if, if I dare say, if we can talk about our future as yeah, a show. Yeah, of course. Um, I think one of the- I haven't told them yet, Amy. So just- Okay. <laughs> just between you and me. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead. Uh, um, <laughs> if, if, if we survive David's cancellation spray. <laughs> uh, I, I know we're on the chopping block. We've got to prove ourselves. Uh, uh, no, look, we'd, we'd really like to just uh, expand, the, expand, expand the range of the audience. And, and just like put ourselves out there this year, I think yeah. is, is is more than anything. I think the live shows are one way we're doing oh, that. Yeah. Ad- advertising more, like you know, sometimes you've got to spend a little bit of money of um, on things like the podcast. We're actually awards, about you know? to start a, uh, a donations drive as well. Yeah. Um, that's actually one of the big things. I hate asking for money. <laughs> Can we do a telly uh, 
No, if someone. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, uh, We've got Dave Longer. When did you take your call? Brian, how are we going to do 24 it. Brian Ibbett does what he calls the 24-hour coverthon, and he literally broadcasts for 24 hours Jesus. to raise money for charity. And you're tired after hour three. Yeah. Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> however, what I was saying, we want to be awake for one all of it. I, <laughs> I think you do. Oh. One of the things I really hate is I really hate putting up donations and things like yeah. that. I've always done this on my own bat. I've always paid for it all, you know, whatever. And we've done it a couple of times in the past where we've actually said we need some new equipment. We put up, and we've generally been able to raise whatever we've needed to raise. Sure, sure. With all of the Comic Cons and everything this year, I think mm. one of the things we are going to do is put up a donations drive, mm. um, put it up on the site, on all the shows, really push yes. for it. Because we need, we've got three airfares, we've got three hotel yeah. accommodations, we've got, you know, travel expenses and everything else to go into Cocaine this. Cocaine money. Hookers and blow. Hookers and blow. Hookers and blow. And so, yeah. That's so a theme I mean, for 2015. Um, recreational. <laughs> they're tax deductible right (laughs) so we will be putting that up we're going to put we're going to as Richard said we're going to buy some advertising and try and get some ads out there online so we can actually get more exposure we've got six Comic Con shows Um, another at the moment another two uh, uh, shows at Good Games Hurstville and I'm looking at another venue to do something between um, somewhere between Melbourne and uh, the Sydney Brisbane shows wow. because we think there's a lot of scope for yeah. what we're doing and looking at the the people who responded to our next show now that we've done one and we've got yeah. another one coming yeah. up the list is getting a little bigger each time yeah. yeah. so we know there's an audience out there for it and we know people are talking about us yeah. So. Yeah. and we can actually see in the, in the numbers for panels over the last six months our numbers have I don't know would you say conservatively doubled uh, yeah, actually, wow. on average, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, Panels is doing exceptionally well. So, at this rate, by 2017, we should have 3 million viewers an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you'll have four listeners by then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have more viewers than... Um, and there's, there's been a, there's been a <laughs> massive a massive uptake in responses oh God, to people just well. hearing the Geek Actually is coming back. <laughs> yeah. And wanting to hear that show again. Yeah. So, mm. I thought, I'm going to put out Geek Actually and people are going to go, over. I right. put it out on things saying, it's coming back. And everybody's like, about time. <laughs> Really? Yeah, so it's like, yes. And there's been people offering to contribute to segments yeah, and yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah. it's like, nice. it's, so this show's coming back. And of course, the first thing they say is, are you going back to doing it live? And it's like, no. not no. yet. Not yet. We will. The plan is yeah. at this point, if all goes well, I don't want to spoil too much, but if all goes well, the plan is to go live early next year. Mm. So cool. and that's well, pan, and, panels. And the well. live different thing is it's it's live online rather right. than, yeah, yeah, yeah. than yeah. A so live install. A live right. video stream of the recording of the show. Right. Um, and that's a challenge in itself because that actually adds an, an extra level of difficulty to the recording. I know we did it for a long time. So because mm. not yeah. only are you balancing an audio show, but you're also balancing playing clips and, and we had camera, Reading the we chat had, room. We had and camera Jesus. switching going on. And I mean, oh, it, was, yeah. it was a lot of stuff. So I actually on. have to do my hair and wear pants for those. <laughs> yeah, we actually have to put on clothes for I was going to say, so. no PJs for those. <laughs> no. Which during the old studio days in the middle of summer was, oh my God. It was legendary. <laughs> the, heat, the heat in the old studio, because the old studio used to be on the top floor of a two-story house. So oh, it would actually, it was legendary. An older two-story It was a busy yeah. street, oh. so all the windows had to be closed. Yeah. Oh, so Jesus. if we could have kept the windows open, it would have been fine. But because we had to close the windows, it just got it out of hand. It was like a hot box. Lovely. Um, and there was one episode. We were hot boxing that room. <laughs> <laughs> the most legendary episode, if you go back, 
you can actually hear us physically melting on microphones, um, is when we actually reviewed uh, the second Twilight film oh. that came out because we did it as a special and we actually <laughs> never had did that one. seven. <laughs> this is before your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we actually had seven or eight people in studio. I've seen the oh, photos. Sharing, sharing mics. And we actually had an audience member who'd come from Melbourne who came to watch it as well. And she brought donuts. And as we were doing the show, you could see the donut, all the icing literally just melting <laughs> off the donuts. And, and it is so hot in that studio. And we're all sitting there going, yeah, yeah whatever. The film was great. Whatever. Move on. <laughs> so, let's just get out of here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Richard's yawning. Am I keeping you up over there? Yeah. Yeah, it's past sorry. my bedtime. It is past your bedtime. <laughs> I was. I had very little sleep last yeah. night. Yeah. Well, it happens. We want to get yeah. in the pool, guys. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's bring this thing back around. Now, one of the things we do on Podcast Pillow Fort, oh, yeah. and we end the show, we always end the show on things we've learned this week. We'll see oh, Richard's God. This normally... <laughs> Richard's yeah. I'm so ball. used to this. You should have stopped yawning and looked at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, calm down, people. <laughs> so I thought what we might do is maybe go around the table, and it could be anything, anything you've learned this week. It could be podcast-related. It could be comic book-related. It could be just crazy shit you learned this week in life. And I will literally start with mine, because mine is shit-related. Um, I went to a wedding yesterday. I hope you're not doing the same one I did. Uh, I went to a wedding uh Oh. <laughs> don't mind me and I'm throwing things <laughs> Don't drop your Sorry. phone. It's your phone. It's land. my oh, only my retinas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I just learned that my retina can take the impact of a phone. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a very little phone. It's not like your big iPhone. It's it's a it's a reasonably sized phone. Sorry about that, David. It's I'm a competition. Um, so uh, yesterday I went to a wedding and the friends of ours that had the wedding, their wedding cake was the Bristol stool chart in cake form. So and it, it's one thing to have a, a cake like that at a at a at a birthday party, but to have it at a wedding, I thought it took a particular type of uh, a particular set of skills. That's right. <laughs> and so I learned all about the Bristol stool chart, which I will, I will link them. to on the show because I'd not heard of this before. But the the gal got that was in the this, the bride. Uh, <laughs> that's had, what she was. That's yeah. what she was. Uh, used to be in, used that to be a vet nurse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, used to be a vet nurse. So it kind of came from her sort of medical background. So that uh, was something I'd learned about this week was the Bristol stool chart, <laughs> <laughs> which tells you how healthy you are by your poo. <laughs> Wow. I know. I know. I had not heard of this before, but there I you go. Two, I learned two things this week. One of them I've actually learned by hearing secondhand. I haven't actually verified it myself yet. Yes. But the first thing I heard is comic book related, and that is that you can never judge a book by its cover because Spider-Woman issue number whatever it is that just came out with her new costume is actually a damn good book, and we actually were very worried about this. So Listen to Behind the Panels issue. Listen to Behind the Panels issue. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing I learned this week is movie related, and, and then I've learned that Daniel Blomkamp may be a one-hit one <laughs> <laughs> oh, that crazy chappy that he is! <laughs> because because uh, Elysium wasn't good, and apparently chappy is not good either. Suck. I guess we'll find out tomorrow night. Yeah, we yeah. find. As I say, I've heard a hearsay. We're seeing it tomorrow night, so I will find I'll be, out. I'm interested wow. to hear what you but guys I'm very, think of I'm that. Very depressed to find out <laughs> because District Nine was so good. Yeah. Dave? Oh, Dave! I learned this week that Michael Pillar, who's a Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation writer, uh, he he wrote the. Uh, the what I guess is the ninth Star Trek movie, Insurrection. Yes. At the time he was writing it, he was also asked to write a making of book. So he began to record all emails. He began to record all phone calls. Oh, wow. Um, a, and a day-by-day diary of what happened. And yes. so basically after the movie was released, yes. he released this book. 
Right. Uh, I know he tried to release this book, but Paramount Pictures blocked it. Oh, Jesus. Because of, it, of its nature, and it's incredible. And um, basically, his wife put it onto the internet. And, and you what's can the all ne- read it. It's called Fade In. Fade In. The making of Star Trek. You'll never look at Patrick Stewart the same way. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Michael Pillar passed away in 2005. I was about to say, the other thing I so- learned this week is that Michael Pillar passed away. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I didn't know that. And Michael, Michael, Michael Pillar basically, like in, in, in uh, I guess, easy terms, was the head writer of right. Star Trek. Next and generation. that's freely available online? Freely available. Oh, we'll yeah. put a link um, to legally, it in the show notes. Legally, too. Nice, nice. I also learned this week that apparently Harrison Ford a terrible pilot. <laughs> no, a brilliant pilot. So. I was going to say, yeah, it was one of the things I learned this week was the fact that you can't kill Harrison Ford. <laughs> he, drank, he drank from the grail, so he's never going to die. I actually he find, chose wisely. <laughs> I, I find it particularly funny as well that uh, Harrison Ford, this like billionaire, was flying a two-seater plane. <laughs> it's like he couldn't have got something bigger. <laughs> I just love the idea of the... We were talking about this before. Like it was the, a vintage. The, the two yes, doctors yes. Who, who found him on the golf course and just wandered over. You'd imagine that going up, opening this plane up and Harrison <laughs> Ford. Oh my God, it's in the I want to see the selfies while he was unconscious. Completely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> These two doctors taking selfies with him. You know? Weekend at Harrison's, you know. <laughs> Make uh, those true. They just, <laughs> no, they, they just start pouring concrete on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've frozen him in concrete. <laughs> quick, get him to the hospital. <laughs> Dear. Oh, Richard, um, and what have you learned this week? <laughs> uh, that the weekend at Bernie's jokes are never old. Um, <laughs> um, I learned don't yawn in a podcast. <laughs> Everyone gives you shit about it. <laughs> It'll be uh, on the soundboard next week. <laughs> Strangely enough, I also went to a wedding this week, and uh, and I've learned that you uh, it's okay to dance at a wedding, and and no one Scandalous. no one cares, and that everybody seems to know the steps to Nutbush uh, City Limits except for except me. Except you. You guys, you guys should, should That's so play. You, don't dance. <laughs> you guys that? should so play that the the song from the Wonder Years, you know, the, the wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> And I, and I learned that, that, you know, inside all of us is um, a golden experience you can't share. <laughs> Drag it out and I'll get the music. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got music to end this show on. Oh, which we absolutely. should probably do three hours and 42 minutes into I know, into right? This. Yeah. Now that we're a little bit into this. We're oh. only halfway, right? Yeah, right. We've got another hour and a half to right, go. Right, so our other shows, you want to hear about those? Right. <laughs> so that concluded year one. Now, year two. <laughs> No, what about um? In which Boris if, gets the oats? Well, what about bringing it up to podcast pillow for it though? How did Amy come into it all? Like, oh, we made a her in a thing. That was time. a whole. That's a story for another Amy, time. Amy, the origin story. <laughs> Next week we get really meta, and she interviews herself. <laughs> and we'll get back to that. Oh. Oh, this episode shit. is the episode they're going to talk about. <laughs> we'll review this. God, yes. Yeah. We're totally going to do that. <laughs> oh, oh. This, epi- this episode will go to say, the Hall of Fame. Can I just say things that we've just spent an hour and uh, 42, 42 minutes? An hour and 42 minutes just like stroking uh. each other back. I just got to say, I love you guys. <laughs> oh, oh, I learned this week that a man can cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is 
guys are nuts. All three of you. Oh, hello, and the is it me you're looking guy. for? <laughs> <laughs> and you can get Rick rolled at a wedding. Wait, oh, <laughs> yes. Play that sound clip for us. Which one? Yeah, which one? The magic one. <laughs> oh, would you be referring to uh, this one? That's it. Or this one. Or this one. <laughs> I didn't know it was three different sound clips. I thought it was just the one. Oh no, it's it's three pieces make up the magic. You could, you could make a tune from that. <laughs> I'm only allowed to play that three times on a panel show. So you could just go to town here because this isn't a panel show. Oh, and on that note, oh, and on that note, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like gesture over here for Richard to get ready for some music. Because thanks, guys, for joining me today. This has been fantastic. And if you'd like any more information on what you've heard today, you can find in this show. Find us at uh, podcastpillowfort.com, and you can find this show on behindthepanels.net. Hopefully, we'll put some links and maybe some photos from today. And you can follow us at Pillowfortcast and these guys at Behind the Panels on Twitter. And thanks, guys. It's been fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you and we'll hope to see you next time here at Podcast Pillow Forts.